What up the corner? What up to the corner convo? This is episode 14. Big shout out. We are the number one podcast in Chicago. We just want to let you know that. Clearly. A lot going on today. <laughs> it's going down on the corner. Let's be clear. Lee. Or we go anywhere. I have to ask you to always remember my name and spell it right. My name is Aman, A-M-O-N. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Yep. Now, next, we got probably one of the illest dudes that I know. That I know. Everybody don't agree with him, but he talk his shit. You better go somewhere with that black power shit. You know that shit gets no play in this ride. I love that movie. Oh, man. It never gets old. Next, we got the MVP, number one draft pick. What up? You got to do certain uh, shit. It's just enough that people know in country that you know how I go where I need to go to get it better. If you push my uh, button, there's no telling what I may do. Do that. I mean, whatever it takes to make a motherfucker stop. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my intro, bro. I like it. Reduce. <laughs> then, we got the smart guy, man, Mr. Intelligent. You know his name. Taj Maori. He said the smart guy. He's a smart guy. I haven't had an opportunity. Y'all didn't watch that. Come on, man. I love that. I did watch that actually. I like that little show. I love that show. That shit was dope, man. Shout out, shout out to the what is it? The Lawries and the twins. Taj Maori, man. There you go, Maori. All right, whatever. Um Look, I am very, 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 very excited about today's show. Um, we have been honoring women all month on the corner. It's Women's Month on the corner. Uh, we've been trying to speak to them and through them and also hear them. And learn from them. Uh, you know, we only saw it fitting to make this special. Make this uh, something memorable, something that we can be proud of. And um, yeah, I'm I'm just happy about it. Y'all y'all got anything y'all want to add at this point, or are we? Oh, good? let's. I mean, we can get to the show after this. this to be, to be really clear, what he means by making special though is that we invited. Um, we thought it was fitting to invite our own mothers, the women who birthed us, the women who gave us uh, all of this information that we've been sharing with the corner. So um, today, our women guests are our actual mothers. Yes. Yeah, so it makes yes. it dope. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna get to the corner after that because they're always gonna be first and foremost. So let's get it going. Let's get it going. Um, I believe first we have McKenday's mother. Uh, beautiful, beautiful spirit, beautiful woman. Um, I love her to death. When I see her, you know, she loves me, and it's all love. Uh, let's go ahead and, and and bring her in. Okay, and I want everybody to give a huge round of applause. For Miss Adi Dapo. I'm so proud of you. How are you? Hey, how are you? How's it going? Laugh you up, mom. Oh, God, I'm watching the clown. 
Oh yeah, the debate was tonight. I already know who you're talking about. The debate was tonight. I forgot. Ever seen anything like this? A debate is supposed to be, you know, you talk, then I talk, then we rebut and. Not him. Joe Biden, I just cuss his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> I would just all I would do. I just kept using MF or I'll just say it all. Say, and he just, you just I, I would just I wouldn't even answer him. I'd just talk about him. <laughs> talk about his mama. <laughs> and his pole dancing wife. And, oh, 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 here we come with the heat. Uh, I don't like know, him at all. Where do we where do we start? I mean yeah. It's well, that, that, so much trouble. That's, that's the intro for where I get it from. That's real clear. <laughs> <laughs> we are so in trouble. Um, because there's well, people out there agreeing with yeah, this. Oh, oh, he's really whooping his ass. Oh. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Go ahead, Mom. Miss, Miss Adidapo, first of all, how you been? I've been good. I've been amazingly uh Okay, since this COVID, I'm lonely. I don't get to see my grandkids. I know I, I haven't been had a chance to get out there, but uh, yeah, I mean, I have I've had so few people in my house. Yeah, I've had some folks out in the yard at the fire pit, and I go to the campus because I work at a college. But I'm so isolated at the campus; it's like being alone. You know, I mean, it's just mm -hmm. that's the only thing. And then um, losing, you know, one third of my income. Mm -hmm. By not being oh. able to perform, right. that wasn't fun. You know, I had mama missed that stage. Clubs and, and schools, but it'll all come back. Oh, but I'm one of the fortunate people. I do have a job. Right. Well, mom, just to just to give you a little background. So, what we've been doing all this month is we've been inviting women onto the show to share their perspective. And so, this is the last show of the month. So we thought it was appropriate to have our mothers, the first women in our lives, on. Um, so we got a couple of quick questions. Um, and even just to give you a little bit more quick background about the show, every week we discuss a little bit of current events. We don't do a lot of politics, but I tend to be the political one. Um, so we talk a little sports and then we talk a lot about relationships. So um, one of the questions that came up that we thought were, was pertinent to ask is, at the time that I was being conceived, right? I was born in 81. Um, what, and I was your first child. So what were some of the concerns that you had about um, bringing a child into that world in 1981? What were some of your concerns, particularly bringing a black man into the world? I think the, one of the things I thought about was, was I gonna raise you to get drafted into a war? Um, mm -hmm. You know, when I found out you were a boy, I, I really was concerned, I was very glad. I thought that that would kind of cement my relationship with your dad to have a boy. Um, he and I weren't yet married, but we were making our commitment. And um, I wasn't, I just, I wanted a child so badly. I didn't really think about anything, but the fact that I was finally pregnant and I was gonna have a baby. And my, my main concern was economics. How was I going to feed you? How was, you know, cause like I said, your father and I had not made our commitment yet. And so, I was pretty much on my own, but I've always, I mean, I worked, I had a performing career. Matter of fact, I was fixing to get a big jazz gig on Rush Street, but um, the secondhand smoke was dangerous. 
for me with you and coming home at four o'clock on the mor- in the morning on the subway, that wasn't always healthy either. Right. But um, my main concern was what was war because I lost a lot of friends in the Vietnamese war. A lot of my high school buddies and a lot of, I mean, and then those that came back were wiped. They were crazy, drew guns on us at parties, you know, things like that. Wow. So I was, um, I was really concerned that I would, that you all, you, you would grow up and you would get, end up in the army. They, um, and that's why you, you were told you couldn't have children, right? Oh yeah. I went back to the doctor that told me that when I, and showed him you. He said, you know, I was pregnant. <laughs> and I said, this wow. is, I was pregnant. I said, this is not a, ba- a basketball. This is a baby. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I asked him. So, but I was too thrilled to care. And of course, it was probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Everybody thinks he's a great guy. And he's pretty cool. No, the, the jury, the jury is still out. The jury. Is- <laughs> <laughs> One other question, Mom. Like when we talk about that too. Like, uh, like I said, we talk a lot about relationships on this show. Men and women roles, how they change, reverse switch. Um, what do you feel like was one of the big values you wanted to instill in me, in terms of how I treat women and how I get involved with women? To be respectful, basically, to be respectful, to understand that women, women carry a great weight in the fact, just the fact that we have the kids. Yep. And no matter what you all are doing, it, it changes our lives more than it changes your life to have a baby. Right. Because we are pretty much charged with the primary care. And um, um, one the, the, uh, the other concern always, well, I had found my path in Orisha. And that was the joy of my life because I had something to share with you all it was outside of the wasp Christian white paradigm that I grew under, up under. And so I had something else to offer you, no matter what you chose as an adult. And I chose it as an adult. So I said, I would expose you all to it, but I would allow you to be, to choose it as an adult. The, the thing I wanted you to do is, is be a man, if uh, be transparent, you know, with a woman, but more than anything, respect her, and be willing to please her, to take care of her, to make her happy, you know, not uh, for not you brute brute force or force a woman into feeling something. Respect her feelings, respect her thoughts, respect her opinions, you know. Um, if you're going to deal with a woman, at least have respect for that. This, this thing of just owning a woman, and I said, you know, men, women marry to to belong. Men marry to own. Mm. I approve this message. <laughs> oh, which, which Bible is that? <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was <laughs> okay. You talk. You talking to me now? You talking to me now? Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's just how it is. You know. I think. Um, let me. Let me. Let me take you back. Let's see, 81. Let's go to 91 and 95. Um, you know, McKinde claims that he was a decent basketball player. He also was, uh, I guess, a decent baseball player. Can you, can you give a stamp of approval for that? Because we argue all the time about his uh, athletic pr- prowess, if you will. 
McKinney <clears throat> played all the sports. I think football was what he really liked. He really loved football and he worked hard at it. Um, but his grades went down. We took him up. <laughs> I like my son. But there's no junior high boy. I, yeah. I, I think it shouldn't be unusual because if something happens to the, the, the boys at something happened to the boys. seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, it's like, I don't care about this anymore and I ain't doing it. Mm -hmm. you know? But um, <clears throat> but baseball was his thing. I mean, he was always good at baseball. His, his auntie paid for him a camp, I think, around 1991. And we tried to get him into professional, professional ball or at oh, least to get a scholarship, scholarship because that was his thing. He was excellent. He yeah, was no, that really was high school. That was junior year and senior year of high school. She played for the Milwaukee Brewers camp. I got to play at the last year they had County Stadium and the first year they had Miller Stadium. Yeah. On the camp. That was, that was actually, yeah, that was my real shot. Too. All right. By 95, I had moved to, to Milwaukee yeah. and I, I left his dad and I gave him the choice of coming with us or staying in Maywood. And he said he wanted to stay in Maywood because he didn't want his dad to be alone. And we were only an hour and a half away, but I, I felt that McKinday had a better economic situation staying with his dad because I had a small apartment. We would have all literally, they would have had to be in the same bedroom. Um, Naima was 10, Ashawi was five. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I felt that McKinney would have a better economic advantage as well if he stayed in Maywood. That's where all his friends were, he'd already been raised there. I would, we were 90 minutes away. He came up whenever he wanted to, and he came up and worked in the summers a lot with Summerfest. That's how I got that kind of gig. But, um, so 95 was a uh, also the year that I started working with an ACE show in uh, um, jazz for first graders. The MSO would send us out to 21 schools a year. So that gave me a very stable kind of economic set because it was rough that first year. But between driving for Bonded Messenger, which was the job I had because the first music job fell through because the piano player didn't sign the contract. With <laughs> Uncle Melvin, and um, Melvin, Uncle Melvin Ryan. Melvin Ryan, one of the baddest organ players on the planet. Brilliant, baddest. Well, he paid under West Montgomery. I don't yeah. need to say anymore. But um, yeah, so I had to. I found a job I could drive, so I started driving for Bonded Messenger. So by 1995, I was driving for Bonded Messenger. I was working for the Symphony Orchestra in the schools, and then I got the job uh, in the schools. So I had three jobs. <laughs> so, um, That's a lot. I worked a lot, but the, still politically, there was so much going on. Um, when I moved here in 1994, no, it's 1973, I moved to Milwaukee for the first time and Ernest Lacey had just been put into a back of a police car, a van, and by the time he got to the jail, he was dead. Wow. And that was when Ernest Lacey, don't forget that name, because that started it off here. And that was 1974. Only okay. on the corner, people. Right. And so it just continues and it continues and continues. And yeah. incarceration was such an issue. Um, and and um, I just started schooling the young boys in my, in my, at my reading table, because I was working part-time at the elementary school, driving and uh, by the messenger and doing the orchestra going into the different schools doing jazz for first graders but 
I used to tell the boys, I, I tell them, you know, it's not fair, but you cannot front the police, but they will kill yeah. you. Yeah. And I would tell them that in fifth grade, and I got in trouble with some of the teachers. You're, you're, these kids are too young. I said, leave me alone. I know what is they are facing. I live here. You go to your suburbs, you come in here and you teach, you go home. I live here. And I'm telling you, I've got to tell these kids the way it really is. They cannot front the police because they, they will take Johnny home and he will get, they will take your ass to jail. And Absolutely. I will never see you again. Once you get in the system, we won't be able to get you back. So you take your choice. You can stand out there and front the cop off and end up in the system and out your house, or you can stand there and act like you got some sense and take low, which is no no disrespect. No, Taking no low to save your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we and, see it all too often. We see it and all some of those, too often. Some of those boys come, and I see them now, and they're almost grandfathers, <laughs> and uh, they're <laughs> but they, they um. They they say, Miss A, thank you. Because if you hadn't told me that, would nobody say that? You know, they say thank you. And one of them was in special ed. And this boy walked up on me and he's in, he was in, he did ROTC, which is what he needed. And he was in, a, in the army and he had a gun. I said, oh my God, Ruben's got a gun. I started to run. But he was 18. He was actually in our, oh, okay. <laughs> when he was at Lloyd Street, he was not. not yeah, I remember Ruben. I remember Ruben. And I was like, oh, my God, Ruben drug me across. Well, Mom, Mom, I think we got one more question because we got to get okay, the rest but of anyway, I've always been concerned about black men, black males, and what was going to happen to you all and how, how demeaning it was for you to have to handle yourself the way you did. But I vote for life, you know. I heard that. Miss right. Ayodapo, how you doing? My name is Abbasi. Hi. I'm, how you doing? It's a, it's a pleasure to see your screen. Even more beautiful than he described. So, oh, thank it's a pleasure you. For us to present you to our audience, you know, and to hear what the knowledge that you have. So, my quick question is everybody knows Mukende is an educated brother. I'm talking about a Renaissance man, knows something everything, something about everything you can think of. He knows something about it. What do you feel drove him? or drives him in his quest for this acquisition of knowledge that he will share with you in a heartbeat. Well, I think me and his father, I mean, we set the bar because we work. And he never been afraid of hard work and he's never been allowed to not work. Mm. Um, it, it was written into the program. That's you, you know, and as the oldest, he took full responsibility. He was so protective of his sister and his, his little brother. That was what made me proud. But um, I think the work ethic was just ingrained. It was ingrained in me by my mother and my dad and my grandma and my grandpa, you know. Um, so I think that just carried down. And on, on both sides of the family, lots of education. It was, education was always in front. You had to get your grades, you had to go out. But astrologically, McKinde is a double Capricorn and they just gonna win. <laughs> I mean, that's in the in the soul. They just they're gonna win. Yeah. But he also has the Orisha Shango, which is like a magnet. Shango is just an energy that takes care of the community, and people have a sense that uh, we I'm one too. That that he had that we have the answer, and and we just go at it like we know. We don't always know. 
but we have this attitude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's perfect. Hey, Ma, you have no idea how perfect what you just said was. Like, oh, see, that's why I love you. Um, Makende, thank you for gracing us with your mom. It's, yeah. a, it's always a pleasure every time I see you. Thank you for even doing this, taking the time out of your day, for real. Oh, no, you guys are much worth it. I, I Each and every last one of you has uh, you're just good people and you're doing things and positive things and this is good there's a show that a friend of mine has called man about town and he and this brother have been doing this for like eight years uh, uh the brothers from philadelphia chip he's unbelievable and the other guy is don harper and they are like the antith antithesis of each other <laughs> and it's really great though the way they chop it up mm -hmm. and i love what you're doing because Women need to see more brothers talking, yes. expressing, crying, exactly. mad, happy. We need to see you in this space with each other in, in, in community and in caring. We need to see that. Thank you, Mom. That was actually that was a perfect summary for the, awesome. for the whole demo. That was excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love you to death. We got to get the other moms in here because I know me and you uh, can do I thought I was going to get to meet them. Yeah, oh. we tried. It was, tried. It was going to be a little difficult, but we're going to have like a dinner or something. We're okay. Gonna, we're going to do something. All right. I would love to meet them because I, I I know that they've all, we've all raised very fine sons. Tell them I said, thank you. Okay. Appreciate thank that. You, go back and, I'm going to get my fly swatter and go back. And <laughs> yeah. Watching that stuff. Beat <laughs> <laughs> I say, I'm a lovely, kind person. I'll see you later. <laughs> bye, bye. 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 <laughs> oh, there's Mama. I can't. Oh, do I have to leave? I have to leave. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. All right, so uh, I guess we're we getting right into it. Look yeah, at right into it. Look at the no, wait, this, this is something y'all can't do right here, okay? One second. What? True. True. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he got the cheat code. He got the cheat code. And, it, and seeing y'all side by side, y'all look so much alike, man. Uh -huh. like, <laughs> exactly. It's a mirror. What's going on, Mom? How you doing? How's everything going? Everything's good. I'm Mom, Brothers. Nice to meet you. Nice pleasure. Don't 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 nice to meet me. I didn't met you fifteen thousand years. Don't do my mom like that, bro. Well, nice to meet you today. Exactly. Hey. How about this right here? Tell us a little bit about yourself. You don't mind. Worker, uh, protective service worker for DCFS for some years, 
and I, a school, I taught school math in school for many years. Catholic school, suburban school, public schools. Her I mom had she is the reason why I know probably about half the West Side. My dad's the reason I know the other half of the West Side. They taught almost everybody out West. So that's it though, you know. Uh, uh well, I got a quick question for you. You gonna you gonna just take over the, the segment right now? You know, I feel special to my mama here, man. You know, my dad right. let, let him live. Yeah. Let him live. Let him live. Go ahead, I got it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, I have uh, a really good question right here coming up. I was trying to help my mom with her technical issues. So what is something that you considered very important to instill in the bossy as it pertains to how to treat women? Do you have an example how you communicated that message? Well, first of all, I always try to live a life before, you know. I think, you know, you teach by example more than you do by by talking. So that was important to me to be a, a mother before my sons and to know what to expect in a woman, what to look for in a woman. Mm -hmm. Also, this is a personal question that I've been wondering, and you're the perfect person to ask. So a bossy always since I met him wants to go against the grain. Was he just like that growing up? Did he sit in the pew and just look at you and you got to like what? What is what is where did that come from? Our boss has always been different. <laughs> um, as much as we named our sons, we gave our names sons for the qualities that we wanted to instill in them. Well, boss took the opposite side. Of it. <laughs> 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 means stern and fear. Our boss is not here. So stern really meant to be a rock-like character. Rock-like character. You know, yeah, I had that rock like stubbornness at times <laughs> when Bossy was young and they would be playing basketball. And uh, when Bossy would get tired, he just go sit down and quit. And so, you know, he just he wanted out. Yeah. And so, uh, another time, Bossy was in school and he had this non and Bossy, um, he can write, you all talk about his writing. Bossy has a nice uh, cursive writing and penmanship when he wants to. But he can also flow kind of, <laughs> but he can't really read it. So he would write very small. And the teacher, he had his, his, uh share with him that he needed to write larger. Well, anyway, Bossy kept on writing small. So every time Bossy would turn his paper, he would get an F. You know? Mm. <laughs> that teacher was trash. Because I can't read it. How am I to read this, man? <laughs> Was always very. My mama had one job, that's to be on my side, and she still me up the river for Sister Sean. No, I didn't. Oh my, my, my job was. <laughs> <laughs> you had, uh, anyway, Boston, uh, <laughs> same thing on the uh, asset test. You know, they tell you, fill the circles in completely. You know, you understand? If you don't, you don't get credit for it. Boston feels everything in real life. Scores come back. So, you know. I got a negative, negative 110. <laughs> <laughs> Bossy, go ahead with your question. Bossy knew the work, he knew the answers. He could get A's all day long. 
Lazy. He just don't like rules. Just Lazy. didn't like rules. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Kabasi has a real big heart, though. He has a big heart. And he's always out for the underdog. If you want your boss's attention, he'll come and he'll be on your side. That's how I, that's how I met my best friend. That's a long story. Me and Lance O'Connor been rocking for 30, 30 plus years. Yeah, Lance, Lance my man, too. Lance my man. So that's it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Boss, you had a question. Go ahead. I don't have any questions, but I'm here to just enjoy my mom's company. <laughs> I am. And you know what? Life gets so busy sometimes, man, uh, that when I lived out south for a while, then I moved back west. They moved out. I stayed in the house. You know, uh, you never know how much you miss your parents until you're grown and they, they're doing their own thing. They're living like, you know, the picket fence, the house. No dog here, you know, but it's amazing. I got an impromptu question. I got an impromptu question. Because I know he went to a Division One basketball school, and I know that he must have, you must have been a part of that support system that helped him go to all them practices, make sure he had the shoes, the headband, because he wear that every other show. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not wearing a headband. You bought him now. I don't know. But <laughs> um, what was that moment like when he got that scholarship to go to Illinois State? No, Indiana, Indiana State. State. Indiana State, my bad. Uh, I remember. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I mean, we were uh, elated because, you know, college tuition, for one, and Bossy could play basketball. But again, <laughs> he could play. Bossy could play. And not just as a mother, he could play. And he has a father. His father has always been into sports and you think Bossy know all of it. That's probably where Bossy gets all this stuff from. <laughs> but anyway, um, he could play. But I think, you know, it was other things, factors involved. But Bossy, you know, it just came so natural to him and so freely. So Bossy, you know, his, his heart was in it, but his heart was in it to the point where he needed just to, to uh, not to apply himself more, but to line up and to get my get my shit noise. Keep my friend. Walk the line. Walk the line. He not, said it for me. Yeah. He didn't know how to walk the line as well. At that point I didn't, you know. But that was uh my my question is this because so many stories you tell that's so great about you and my dad. Uh you were outgoing. You got several nicknames as a as a young lady. I will not mention them. We are <laughs> you're a different woman now, you know. My dad's the exact opposite of you. He's quiet. He's still on you. My mama talked to you. Uh, be nice to you, kind heart. What attracted you all to each other? How how'd you guys meet? Mm. We met in high school. Um, <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. I was um, I was kind of shy. I wore glasses, and I was kind of shy in high school. And um, he thinks that I did take notice of what he said, but at first I, was, I, wasn't interested. Well, I wasn't interested in him. Let him tell the story. <laughs> He'll tell it where I said yes the first time and all that. You know, but uh, he was, he's a great guy. You know, he had a lot of qualities and he seemed to be organized. And he seemed to be um, well kept and with the class, you know, and that kind of attracted me to him. Uh, qualities, you know what I'm saying? Qualities. And uh, I, I'm glad you told the story because you hear about these microwave microwave relationships nowadays where they meet in high school, and by the time they go to prom, after prom, 
wham, bam, whatever, they're done, go to college, these college stories, college relationships, high school until now. How many anniversaries have you guys celebrated? We celebrated 46 years yesterday. Ooh, hey! Some love I ain't never had, you know what I'm saying? I should be jealous, but I ain't, I'm happy for I it. approve this message. <laughs> 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 46 <You> like that <laughs> 46 hey shout out mom's I've known him about well two other high school years two and three college three years uh 51 years 51 piece wow. tell LeBron get his weight up tell LeBron is a man get weight up it's 51 years right here from uh in uh in high school <laughs> so yeah being a, a sophomore in high school Nice. She still works out. My dad still works out. Take care of herself, you know. They're enjoying life, loving life. And that example, that example pushes me to get old, to get older gracefully, because you don't age and you just get better. You know? I should have lost you to the nothing ever like this, you know what I'm saying? I'm selfish with her. And she'll tell you that. Now, thank you so much, Ms. Thompson. Like, I can't even say, like, it's so dope. I, I just met Abasi this year when we started this show. I never met him before. Uh, I agree with you. He is intelligent. Um, and it definitely makes sense that he would just intentionally not do stuff because he just <laughs> Total sense. Uh, can, you all in or all in? can you give, can you give my, my brother a positive word before you leave? Well... You all too much stripped away, so I'm not going to throw it away. Hold <laughs> <laughs> Off the cuff. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I'm really impressed by you, young man. And as I heard uh, someone's mother said before, it's good to see black men standing up, you know, being examples to the community in a positive fashion, you know. Uh, tweak the language a little bit, but... Uh, <laughs> we saw <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but our young guys need to see men who are trying to who are, excel, who are excelling and who want to give back to the community and who want to expose certain truths. You know, as I heard her tell her earlier about black men uh, growing up, but I would always share with my sons, you know, uh, the importance of respect and authority because, you know, they have the right, especially the police officer, that was one, but other folks, so if they don't learn to respect authority, they can't respect themselves, you know. So, having said that, uh, teaching them how to, uh, to uh, um, when the police stop them, to how to, uh, what to do, just simply, you know, yes, officer, no officer. I mean, this is your life. I, I'm not teaching you to dummy down because I'm, I, we've always taught them to be men, but you don't always have to be, um, uh, and, and do silly things, you know, just to get attention because it could cost you your life, it could cost you your career, it could cost you a lot of things. So I'm really impressed with what you guys are doing. Our community needs that. Thank you, Mom. We love you. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Mom. It's always a pleasure. Um, okay. I, was gonna, right. I, I need to pay my cable bill. Hey. This is this is this is amazing. Um Dion, where we at? Or you want me to just go? No, we're is she in yet? No, no, I'm uh she's calling in. I'm I'm calling her. All right. No, is is my mom in? Uh yes. All right, good. Damn, stupid ass internet, bro. What what's the problem with it? 
my Wi-Fi after 10 years all of a sudden wants to act stupid. You got to go back by the lake, brother. Hey, man, give my mom a song or something. What's wrong with you? Are we here? I'm going to turn up for anyway. Come on. Everybody else get one. You got your mute on, Ma? Oh. All right, there you go. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, it's my bedtime. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. hey How are you? Great. How are you? You look wonderful. Well, thank you. So do you guys. A little older, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, do us. Don't do us. How you been? Oh. How you been? <laughs> hey, Armand. Hey, love. How have you been? I've been fantastic. I can't complain. Yeah, you know it's you know I love you. Like I love you too, on, bro. I mean, years you guys getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Still look good. Old tag on us. No, we good out here. Yeah, you guys look handsome. Just a, you know, we do not even little, se- little season. Mm-hmm. I don't look seasoned. I look like a teenager. <laughs> you still look like a kid. <laughs> um, so Dion has, I'm sure, scripted you on what's going on. No, he has not. I know. I know. Because I'm your son, right? She can um, go off. She can go off the top, man. She's good. So, so you know your son. I know. I know you, and I know your son, and. Dion has this thing that he does. I don't know if it's. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I don't get it, so I, I need you to help me out. Okay. When he gets in his feelings, yes. What? He turn he turns into something different, right? <laughs> I see you, McKenna. I see you over there, bro. He's either super sensitive or he's super tough. Has he always been like that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. But you know, yes, you know. I only get sensitive with people that matter. That a- absolutely. Okay. <laughs> like I like that flip. I like that. You know what I mean? I like it. It. So. He doesn't get that way with me though. No. You know. Because well, I know him. She no. knows how to maneuver. I know how to uh you know pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, can you please, please tell us a little bit about yourself? About myself? Yes, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, I'm retired. Yeah, I was with the police department for 31 years. The Hello? last 15 years, I was a detective. Oh. I got paid very well for people <laughs> to lie to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my children were never good liars, so they can't lie. The worst. Yeah, they, they they can't lie to me. So, you know, I um, I love to work out. I love to travel. I'm always on the move. Yes. Yeah. She's a uh, glam mom. Glam mom. Is that what we're calling it now? Glam moms. There we go. Yeah, I um, I, I'm I work part time still. I'm a a, a a supervisor over at um, oh. Malcolm X College, so oh, okay. I stay busy. I like to move around. My mornings start very early. That's why he kept saying two minutes, Mom, two minutes because <laughs> I'm up at four thirty going to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, so four thirty. 
Yeah. Yeah, I get up at four thirty. You know, in the gym and before everybody stay. else. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you, you got the keys to the gym? You must be opening it up. <laughs> no, no my, my trainer's there. Actually, he he starts at five. Mm. So you know, with this COVID and everything, I have to. You know, he does a lot of the social distancing. So you know, there's a certain amount of people. It's a semi-private gym. So. Ah, okay. You know what? You did say you made uh, good money and semi-private, private with anything in it. I mean, well, you know, I, yeah, they, they, yeah, because you know, I people, I put people in prison, so yeah. they, uh, I got paid very well to decipher their lives. Mm. And you know what? I was very mindful that what I did, I did it right because when I came home, I had to look myself in the mirror. So I never put anybody in prison that didn't belong. Miss Williams, to that to, to that point, and this is kind of this wasn't a scripted question, um, but since you since your career was in police work, and like both of the other moms kind of shared that their messaging to us as young men was to be very respectful of the law, to not challenge police officers when you were interfacing with the police officers. But you were actually a police officer and a mother at the same time. So, what, what's that? What was that experience like for you in terms of how you had the message to your son, you know, other black men, and how they would encounter police officers and you know, as a police officer? Yeah, you know what? I would always uh, tell Dion because Dion was stopped a couple of times and he would have me on the phone. I would always tell him, "Make sure you call me." He was always respectful. And by me being on the job so long, you know, I knew how to use the proper dialogue, you know, uh, to uh, address the policeman, you know? So uh, I think it's a couple of times you would stop, right? Yeah, and I called her on the phone and he's like, I don't care about her. And then she'll start talking and then somehow everything will just change because she gave him their lingo so to speak i think the only time i was pulled over in chicago i was driving her red monte carlo down lakeshore drive did you have permission or did you still have <laughs> no. she was out of town and <laughs> the guy pulls me over and says uh you don't look like rapunzel because i was in her district on 31st off lakeshore drive yeah 21st district so that was the only time so um you know i try to have is it's it's, it's being a black man in this society right now and having a mother that was in that industry, obviously it's a, it's a double-edged sword. So I respect law enforcement. I just don't respect the people in law enforcement that should not be in law enforcement. And that's the only thing. So uh, just to answer a little more about what Abbasi said, my mom had me at 17 uh, in Inglewood. We moved up north. Uh, she was a respiratory therapist at Little Nome Sonic. She used to have to take me to work with her because she was young. So I had to spend a night overnight with her while she was at work. Um, so, you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I, I worked midnight because yes. I went to school during the day. And I would take them to work with me and, you know, they allowed it. And, and uh, uh, the irony is my mom was a respiratory therapist at Illinois Masonic and my wife worked at Illinois Masonic. So that was some crazy stuff. Um, and then, like she said, she, uh, we obviously, we had my sister. I used to be up my mom's ass, like 
I I was on her leg. Yeah. Yeah. My actually my grandmother when I worked used to keep him a lot. Where where did she live, Mom? She lived my Oh, you talking about Big Mama and Grace. I was talking about Big Mama on yeah. Grace, but mm. you know, you did hang out with my mother uh, on <laughs> And father. Yeah. yeah. I used to always be at my grandfather and my grandmother's house after my great grandma passed. So yeah. uh, they helped her out and uh, Jimmy's mom a lot because, you know, they were still hot girls because they had us young, so they had to go out to the city. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would do this. She'd be like, don't, don't, you want to go to Granddad's? Don't do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, she, she was having fun. No, she would, you know. She but but this is an important point, too, why the boy cooked so well. Mm. Uh, when I worked midnights, Oh no, I actually we went around the clock when I first was the police. You know, mm. worked 30 days, days, 30 days, afternoons, and 30 days midnight. Wow. I would always have oh. my dinner ready when I come home. He was just such an excellent cook, you know. Yes. So, you know, and he was my protector mm -hmm. as a kid. Always. She's always asked how she looked before she went out. I used to always ask who was taking her out. You know, that's what it was, especially growing up. So, Abbas, you had a really good question I wanted you to ask before we let her go. I'm going to show this first for you. I'm going to show this real quick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> bro, don't ever in your life do that. What's the matter with you, bro? Tell me you didn't flip. Yes, he did. <laughs> I had to because... Oh, he must have told you all about my show I did. Yeah. Juan did. I did. I told him. I was proud. I was so happy. I heard this, this rumbling in, in a far distant place, these whispers, you know, real near, that there was uh, a young lady named Rapunzel that was a beast in the gym. <laughs> and still a beast in the gym. I'm not going to mention the age, you know. <laughs> I was curious about how did it help you when you were at work as far as the police? And the second part of the question is, was it therapeutic for you? And how long do you plan on doing it now to retire, semi-retired, uh, and just living life? Huh, say that again, because you sound a little muffled. I did, I did get the part about how is it was it how um how my working out helped me on my job. How did it help you when you were uh, at work on the job? And secondly, uh, I'll wait for the second part. Go ahead. Okay, the first. Well, you know what? I never really had to fight or anything. I remember I always used dialogue. I, I, you know what? My mouth got this guy to just give me a gun. He says, I have the gun in my waistband. You know, and I, I, I mean, he just said, you can have it. You know, so I always used dialogue and started low with people right. you know what I say? and let them escalate the situation. Yeah. And like I always told Dion, in reference to the police, there's good and bad and everything. You know, I always respect even the worst criminal, you know, and they respected me. Respect. You know? I, I'm going to tell you something real quick. I even had this, this one, we had to go and get this guy from, uh, uh, what's the, the city for Superman, Metropolis, Illinois? 
Okay. So me and my partner, we were driving, we went to Metropolis to get this guy, okay, to bring him back to Chicago to give him more time, you know. So we, we transferred the prisoner back. And if you're with the prisoner more than prisoner. six hours, you have to feed him. So on our way there, we stopped at a restaurant and, you know, I had food left over. I'm like, we ain't gonna stop and get this nigga no food. He can have it. <laughs> so I gave him the food and I, it was like the best meal he ever had. And my partner was a big guy like Dion, so he would never, I was never alone with this individual. Right. So we go, I always did the paper. Because my my uh, partner, he wasn't good at doing the paper. Because I, <laughs> I always was mindful. My paperwork had to be read by judges and by attorneys. So I don't want anybody, I never wanted anybody questioning my paperwork. Right. You know, dialogue, paperwork, presentation, and you're good when you go to court. It explains so much about Dion now. It explains huh? so much about Dion now. Like, I'm just getting a much bigger picture of Dion right now. I'm getting a full <laughs> umbrella understanding of how he puts these things together. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But to make a long, to finish that little story, this guy starts stalking me from prison. Because he, he, he gave him a meal. Because I gave him a meal and oh. I was, you know, respectful and everything. Yeah. Wow. No, so he didn't stop me. He stopped me for until I got an order of protection on him. And after the two-year order of protection, I thought he was done because I didn't hear no more from him. Then he started writing me again. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy. So, but just to say, you know, I never really had to use strength or brute force. I always use uh, uh, dialogue. And Brains, like, and words, yeah. Yeah. And in reference to my workouts, my workouts are our lifestyle. It's oh, a part of my know. life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's understand. part okay. of my life. So, you know. Don't do that, bro. Why not, man? I, I relate That's to her workout. I work out every day. I, 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 I know. I relate to what you're saying. Amon don't, and they don't be unknown. Okay? Yeah. I really what you're saying. I I'm going to tell you something about my son. He never told me about no gun. I said, what are you talking about, a con Connor Colvron or whatever? <laughs> I said, he never told me about that. And I, I, I remember Amon sent me the uh Don't talk bad, Dion. Don't do that. But, but you know, he never he never tells me anything. I just didn't tell you about the page. The I page, told you right. The show. Yeah, no, Mom. Mom. I can't have you on the page, Mom. You know what I mean? I just can't have you on the page. It, it gets it, a little... It gets a little... <laughs> I know you all be cussing, and I just turn it off when you... Yeah, I mean, Roxanne on there. Some of that, that language. Roxanne <laughs> on it, but, you know, she can handle that. We he make it our business. That I tell him to stop that cussing. <laughs> Definitely what you hear it. Apparently, we have a profanity problem. <laughs> yes, Abasi. I just want to say, you know, I just want to tell her I appreciate her and everything she's done for Absolutely. CTV. Uh, I've got 16 years working on 17, and it's always good to hear someone that made it through, made it out to retire, 
Absolutely. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. What's up? You're welcome. I love you guys. Yes. Love you Thanks for having love me. Thanks for coming on, Ma. I love you. I love you too, son. I love you, Ma. Love you all. Okay. <laughs> Hope to see you guys soon now. Well, we're going to have a party over there. Yeah, we're going yeah, to put something together. We're going to put something together. And, uh, right. Yeah, we're going we to. So gonna... All the moms can meet and everything. Oh, that would be wonderful. Now, when is this going to. Is this uh, live? I'll send it to you tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Love you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. All right. All right. Oh, Lee. Okay. Give me, like give me a second because I like I'm like in front of my mom, fam. <laughs> That's the most disrespectful. Disrespectful is. I I don't know why you thought that was okay, bro. (laughs) Like I'm like it's funny to me. She didn't take it like that. It's just like you are literally flexing in front of somebody's mom, bro. Um, That 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 that, that's some workout shit. Like they they made. Yeah, that's they. That's why she was like, oh, I see what that's. Gym people, it's like flashing the badge, like they, they are yeah, exactly. <laughs> can, we bring, can we bring? She ran right into the conversation. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Y'all gotta, that's the thing that workout people do. It's all good. You feel me? I just want to, I want to clarify your statement, by the way. I play basketball twice a week. I ride my bike three to five days a week. I'm a very healthy, fitness-enthused general person. I just ain't in there trying to turn my body into a Tonka truck. That's the only thing. And his entire fam. So. Oh, man. Hey, I believe you. I, but my story's better. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys some insight, McKenday, on the structural knowledge on the that structure. I try to do. <laughs> it's all funny, man. It's funny motherfucker, man. Yeah. Uh, did he have to go get her? Yeah, go to profanity. He said he had to call her. Oh. Twice, like twice, three times. If it makes uh-huh. you feel better, Dion, I definitely told my mom I did a podcast. I definitely did not tell her where no, to, go no. to go look at it. It's like, just like you, you know, certain things, you know, I'll do this show. Yeah. Like, my, you can watch this one. Like, yeah. imagine yeah. her watching Toot That Ass Up. Bro. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to tell you what's wild, though. My mom told me I was doing a podcast. I'm like, well, who told you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go to podcast now, huh? Okay. So you didn't tell her. Not at first, no. See, my mom watch all of them. That's, dope, That's why he been pandering. Bro, she watch all of them. She will listen to all of them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but she's not on the Facebook page. That's what she was saying. Like, she Facebook page and none of our moms should be on. At all. Like, no, that, I say Roxanne. That's my mom's best friend, but. Oh, I she thought can report that. that. She can report that. We not on. We not. Yeah, know. Roxanne likes like getting involved. Like, oh, this is a good post. You know, gotcha. and mom, she's just as in shape as in her, huh? Mom, do act like she want to laugh at everybody too, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, she like you. You called it with the glamour, boy. She was all in the camera, like. But she don't um, see me well. <laughs> is that what going on? Gla- you like, know, um, yeah. What happened to the term milf? What happened no. to? The- Glam mom. That's a new thing. Okay. Glam mom. Is is your mom ready, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. She ready. Yeah, let's go. We have a show to do. He's pulling up, dog. He's pulling up, dog. He's more important than his mom, apparently. Stu had to go get a bourbon. (laughs) All right, watch this. I will say, his mom introduced me to the best French cognac I ever tasted in my life. French cognac. Never tasted straight. 
from France, not Hennessy. It was something I've never tasted, never found again in my life. This was like, and it was you drank it straight. Oh, absolutely, it was amazing. Hard to drink. Why is she not on video? Hello, Queen. Calling in. Hi, Charlie. Hey, how are you? Hey, can can you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Can you do me one second? Can you just give me one second? I just need you to just be quiet and listen to this, okay? Yeah, she told me to live my life, man. Wow. Let <laughs> me live my life. You're a wild boy. Hey, Mama Matthews. Hi, how are you? All right, so, so, so Ma, I know you, yeah, I know you can't uh, see everybody because you had to call in. So we have uh, McKende, we have uh, Dion, and we have Abasi. So uh, we, we spoke last week. She knows who I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> And so now you go flex. Now you go flex on mom. Miss oh, Matthews, did we talk on the phone last week? We certainly did. Thank you. <laughs> How are you out there? How's the weather? The weather is good. It's about. It was eighty today. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Mom, can you tell them where, where you're located? Phoenix, right? Not, without without giving New Mexico latitude. <laughs> I'm in the mountains of Albuquerque. Hey. Okay. Yes. Uh, out hey. there with John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, mom, you are a an avid listener, um, an avid at this point. I would I would call you a YouTuber at this point. <laughs> we can't even finish the show. She's send me the link. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you know, you have some choice words for my hosts, my guests, my brothers, my friends. Um, so I know you're in tune with everybody's personality and what we bring, and you know everybody on the podcast. Um, the question, you do have the question, correct? Right, I do. All right. Um, do you want to read the question or you want me to read it? No, he ain't going to read it. Yeah, no, I'm not your gonna... son, just so you know, Miss Matthews, your son yeah. is out here falsely representing the <laughs> education that I know you gave this man. <laughs> Because on several occasions, he will refuse to read out loud. Yes. <laughs> Long paragraphs. You knew that. You need to know that he is out here falsely representing <laughs> with the education that you gave him. Do I need to no, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got yes. It. <laughs> oh, here he goes. Be quiet. Don't breathe too hard. Silence. All right. So don't, last, don't laugh if he stutter. So the question, the question, uh, I didn't come up with this question. I want to give all credit and praise due to uh, young Makinde Adidapo, the champ is here, right? The question is, what was your biggest worry as it relates to the world that I was coming into? Uh, okay. Um, I would say that my biggest here was being able to provide the necessary care uh, to protect you from the harm that I already knew existed. It was important to me to um, to instill values uh, and to place you in a nurturing environment 
in order for you to receive, um, you know, or be surrounded by intellect, by strength, by kindness, and people who had humor and show, was able to show it. Because I felt that if I surrounded you by strong individuals who um, were able to provide this nurturing skills that I wanted you to have, you had to see it in order to be able to live it. Mm. So primarily that, you know, wasn't the entire structure, but it was some of the main things that was important to me to pass on to you. Miss Matthews, if I can, I just, I gotta ask this question. That's McKinday, um, that's McKinday talking. We give, we give, oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Whoa. we give, we give Amon a hard time about his height because he's short. Um, right. But he, but he his attitude and his personality is in short, right? He carries himself like he's a 6'9", 257-pound superhero. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So I, what, I, what I wonder, and this is just like me asking you, um, when do you think, like at what age did he start to develop this confidence that, he like was a superhero or had some kind of like mastermind mentality that he could just do whatever he wanted, even when he couldn't prove it. Like what, when did that start? <laughs> I'm going to go 1999 when he met me at uh, Dominic's. No, no. It has to start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, for a fact, I am a very short woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always, had a big personality and yeah. it was necessary for me to make him understand that because your stature may be small or short or whatever, you know, you have to have the mindset to take you anywhere you needed to go. Mm, and really? it required in your head to be 6'11", and if that's what you know, helps you move forward, then that's what you need to do. Mm. You have to be creative within yourself in order to build on who you are so you will continue to show and to be able to ascertain anything that's necessary. Mm. So you shouldn't stop you. First of all, Ma, I'm five ten with Tim's on. Don't do me. <laughs> Mrs. Matthews, I wanna I wanna go back to our yeah, conversation. Yeah. She knows my voice. <laughs> I wanna go back to the conversation we had over the phone. Um, because I think it's very important that everybody on the corner as well as these gentlemen um hear and understand the the wisdom that you instilled in us and what you said about the show. Could you um share that with everybody um i personally have acquired a taste for the show um i think that you guys are sharing a lot of um, wisdom i think that you're building on the character that you want to represent by doing this podcast um i'm very proud of you guys i really am i can personally see the, the growth and the intention, uh, 
respect that you guys have for each other and the love. And I think that comes, you know, out of everything that you do and say. I enjoy your laughter. I mean, you guys crack me up. And I, I enjoy your intellect. Because I think that that in itself proves your background and it also will help you move even further than what you may have even thought you would. So hang in there, continue to do what you're doing, you know, make yourselves as big as you possibly can because I know that, that you are who you are. And uh, everybody else will see that too. So I'm very proud of you, very, very proud. Love that. Thank I'm you so much. That's powerful. It was great. Can I, can I ask you one more question if not you? Sure, Bossy. You know his name too, huh? See that? <laughs> you see him looking around too? Uh, <laughs> y'all need some help, man. Y'all need some help. Ignore them. This math is ignore them, ignore them, ignore them. I said it three times because it's three people on the <laughs> You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What is uh I know you you all around proud of what your son has done. You know, we all have missed up growing up. What are, what is one thing that you can say, hey, is is a shining moment for your son that you hey you look back and say, Hey man, I'm really proud of you that you made this step, you took this turn in your life, or you did this or accomplished something. What would one of these moments be? Okay, I, it wasn't quite clear, but I think you said something like what was the defining moment that was? Shining, shining moment. Yeah. For for me, what made you proud? Your shining moment. You was like, okay, he got it. He's winning. Whatever that is for you. This is that's a great question. I never even. It is a great question. Every every day that I like. I am bossy. Don't worry, I gotta do like that, man. Um. Well, I'm gracious. Oh, I, I, I think one of the defining moments, and this goes way back. Um, you know how, how you have kids and everybody was, was wearing gym shoes that cost Michael Jordan's gym shoes that cost a hundred and some odd dollars. Yeah. And Aman and his brothers had wanted these gym shoes. And uh, we told them, no, we were not going to spend that much money on a pair of gym shoes. And if they wanted it, they had to get a job. And they both got a job and his job religiously for over a week and a half in order to maintain, um, to get this money for these gym shoes. But the job was demolition. They were working in houses, demolishing them, tearing them down so that they could be rebuilt. So when they came home, they had dust everywhere. They had uh, sawdust all in their, their their hair, their clothes, everything. So by the time the week was over and they got their their pay from this hard work that they had done all week, uh, we asked them, okay, well, you know, what kind of gym shoes are you going to buy? And his, his response was, I'm not buying gym shoes. I worked hard for this money. And I, I can't put every dime on a pair of gym shoes. At that point, I realized that he understood the value of a dollar. Yeah, that, that's changed. Wow. Mama, Mama that's yeah. changed. <laughs> I thought, mine. I thought she was finna flex. I, on I, us. 
Ma, look, good save because I thought you was gonna make your proudest moment about me buying my first pair of kicks, and I was about to hang up on you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was gonna flex on a DA working with Jordan. <laughs> Oh, wow. I don't even know what happened, bro. I have faith in her. That makes sense. Remember when you were working for Ron? Yeah. Yeah, that's what this whole, oh, okay. that whole thing was about. Yeah, Ms. Matthews, you should have saw him twisting his, twisting his face up as you were telling the story. <laughs> was, was she'll, she'll see it. She'll had, see it tonight when she get the link. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. She'll get the link tonight. I had no idea where you were going. But look, Ma, I definitely appreciate you picking up the phone. Uh, thank you for sharing. Um, hopefully, um, people learn more about us this evening. Yes. Um, you know, again, just so everyone knows we are brothers, we are family, we argue, we fight, but we get the job done. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And that's what's going to make you excel because, before, because you're loving on each other. You're, you're offering your best. I'm not, I'm not loving, on, I'm not loving on men. I didn't told you about that. Pause. Hey, I love these guys. I don't have to pause. I'm a grown man. I love you guys, man. I love I'm you. Y'all, man. I, I, I'm good. Brother. Virtual hug. There's no pause. Yeah, man. There's nothing toot, wrong with that, man. Toot, toot. No need to have to pause. <laughs> that might be too far. <laughs> no. Oh, I was saying toot, toot, not the rest. Oh, yeah. right. Look at. Well, Miss Matthews, I know you can't see us, but I will say just personally for me, uh, because of the mothers that came on the show. I do know you personally. I just met Abbasi's mom and Dion's mom today. I'm just going to say, because I don't know, I know that people get proud. My mother loves to hear when other people say it about me. Um, I am also proud of Amon. Um, in the years that I've known him, this is something that I've seen him take full, full, full ownership of. He goes hard for it to a degree that I've never seen him go hard for before. Um, so thank you so much for supporting it. And thank you so much for encouraging him because um, this is definitely his lane and the rest of us are just trying to support what he's pushing together. Yeah. Absolutely. But if one wins, everybody wins. Exactly. You know what? That's why you my mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate I'm mad I missed the visit. I won't miss it next time, I promise. Yeah, I told him. I told him you was here too, Ma. He he was. Yeah, I missed it. I had. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I'll be there again soon. So hopefully we'll be able. To- yeah, we're gonna get a dinner together with all the moms. Yeah. So yeah, Ma. Absolutely. Yeah, when you when you get here, maybe uh, maybe we can schedule that for November. Uh, okay. All the moms, you know, all, all of the guests, all of the co- no, all of my squad, my team, not my. It's us. It's we. Yeah. And uh, we we gonna have a ball with it. And uh, someone's going to pay for it all. I don't know who yet. <laughs> a sponsor. sponsor. A sponsor. Are up. Let's be clear. <laughs> we, got to, we know too many people not to sponsor it. Shout out Hustle Simmons on the liquor. Uh, let's go. Oh, let's go, my man. <laughs> all right, Ma, I got to let you go. Okay. Thanks, man. All right, all right moms. Take you care. Love you, too. Love, you. love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. All right. So this how we. So how do we get into the show? Do we do like? And then, we just go like it, it's like. First of all, that shit was dope. Right? That was beautiful. I hope everybody enjoys it. It's gonna be an overtime show, which I'm sure you guys are gonna like because I know there's gonna be some stuff that's about to happen right now. You know why? Because the motherfucking bears, just like me and McKenday said, are three and oh. 
three, baby. And they got the Colts coming up. You know what and, I'm betting on? I'm betting on the Colts. And, you are cool. And they won the game yes. from behind decidedly. I text all of y'all the minute they put Foles in. It's a real capital letters. They put Foles in. And what we saw for the next was football was him throwing touchdown after <laughs> touchdown and winning the game, period, point blank. Dead, whatever you know. talking about. That boy ain't got nothing to lose, man. Nick Foles ain't got nothing to lose. He might have this year and maybe next year. That's it. So, so why not ball out? Yeah, bro. And they got a defense. Mark my words. Mark my words, man. Mitch, by some happenstance, some circumstance, some unforeseen whatever, will be back in that lineup. Be back so now we just want pure hater shit. Now it's just gonna that's, be that's a straight shit. hater I'm statement. Just, now it's just Nick Foles gonna break his elbow or something. Now you just yeah, gonna, that's Aiden, bro. I'm just gonna be honest. Somebody will keep y'all balanced, man. Somebody will keep y'all balanced. But shit out of here. Deion's three and McKinney, yeah. you know, Amon's two and one. Yeah. I'm one and two, but Sunday I still won. And you know why? Tariq Cohen tore his ACL. Wow. wow. We can't hear that, man. What kind of hate? We just talked about that. Man, put him in the penalty box, bro. Never fear. Give him, I don't hear it. Hear me some sounds. Never fear. We need a new sound for that, some, for that shit. It's okay. Right. Fuck. He it's okay. That's that's rude. Yeah, we definitely yeah, have some class, one. man. Don't even worry, bro. You like that? Yeah, hey, I'll record one for you. Have some class, also, bro. Also, just to be a hundred bossy, real, real, like real all jokes aside, right? Like you were you were aspiring to be a professional athlete at some point. Yeah. In, in, in real life, in the game, you Fuck never man. celebrate when another player gets injured. Like you just being funny right now. Like you never celebrate. He just squint his run. nose as if. You said, what? he said he can't confirm or deny. What that is. You're a bum. But Dion likes power, so once you go get classic pig. It's it's Tariq, not Tyreek, as long as we know. Yeah, I know. I know, Mary J. Tyreek. But yeah, the Bears are three and zero. Amon hasn't said anything because he's a hating ass dude. So I assume <laughs> you have the Colts as well next week, correct? No. You know what? You know what? Let me be very, very honest with you. Um, I told you first episode we talked about the Bears. Like I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> Do you have the Colts or the Bears? Right. You got to pick one, man. Can we just get the pick? God damn it! Make the pick. They can't go four in a row. Fuck it. I got the Colts. <laughs> No, 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 I do, I do, I do, and my my boy out. Who is the coach quarterback? I'm not talking to you about (laughs) it. I guarantee you can't name the running back. Who is the running back? Name another player. Name a coach player. It doesn't matter. They're playing the Bears. Think two letters. You said that. You said that, right? Do you know? Do you know what state the Colts play in? What no, state do the Colts play? Oh, so you want you want to insult my intelligence? Just, I mean, clearly you don't know anything at this point. Like, Indianapolis Colts, man. Let's what's play. their logo? <laughs> <laughs> what is the team? Damn, you just the 
Yo, mom, she already said it. Yeah, he does that. That's what he does. You're doing it now, fucker. Get to the next. Get to the next one, host. Well, look. Save the best for last, though. But get to the next quick hit. First of all, um, since so we, we got no, 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 no. So, so we got me and McKenday Bears. Y'all got the Colts again. You will never. You're never allowed to pick the Bears in life. No, like um, no, no. Since since we're on this football shit, I want to give a huge, huge shout out to uh, Curtis Beals, right? Um, you and Kurt linked up off the corner convo and are doing something tremendous with them kids. Uh, Kurt's been putting in work down there in Milwaukee. Your son plays football. You take Brookfield. A lot of, Brookfield, excuse me. That's um, like saying Cleveland and not Akron, but go yeah, ahead. It's Milwaukee, whatever. Or like <laughs> no, 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 no. Brookfield is like the suburb, bro. Brookfield is in the Hunnets. Yes. Like, See? It's like in Bolingbrook. Okay. You did? Okay. Like, Brookfield is like Bolingbrook in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you for that clarification. No disrespect. But, um, so stop I, doing it. I love, I love. I feel like you just like brushed off what we just said, man. That was really rude. Have some class. I, I started the shit out with saying shout out to my I know, neighbor. but you just brushed us off trying to imp- tell you. I heard just, it. I don't, I, don't, I don't have okay. to hear it the same way right. you did. You know what I mean? It's okay. I just talked to ahead. your mother earlier. She said you've always been like this. So now I even understand. <laughs> that was a bone. You know what? Bad. That is fine. <laughs> um, that we have conversations on the phone. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, I thought it was dope. So hey, Miss Matthews. What, what y'all didn't see was the the dinner afterwards, right? The dinner, the dinner afterwards. They ate like kings. Yeah, like kings. on my time, on my dime. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, shout out to you, man, for doing hey, that. Hey, man, um, you know, 15-year-olds can eat. I'm just glad that uh, Curtis and I can mentor uh, young males uh, that, that want to be athletes, student athletes. Uh, it's something they're never going to forget. We all had those times when we were young where we went somewhere and, you know, we'll always remember it. And if I can help by taking these kids to an invited situation like that to play in Milwaukee and get some run, I mean, they was playing against adults. It was some dude down there with a beard. Man, I'm, I'm gonna send y'all a full, a full, a full, a full beard. beard. I'm gonna send y'all some video. Like my boys, Dylan, Cam, and Demonte are the ones that if y'all ever on my Instagram, you'll see I show a story of them. Man, I don't know if y'all saw like DeAndre Hopkins had did. He was getting talked to about from this old dude. I forgot his name. He was a, a cornerback. He was bald. He retired now. But long story short, he kept talking shit to DeAndre. He's like, man. Hey, I only fear God. You need to get out of my face. So they line up. DeAndre give him a yee Toy his ACL on a yee Why? And I'm saying y'all this. Why Cam, Dylan's friend, best friend, he did some type of move and dude was talking smack, walking up. Yeah, you ain't getting this, man. He did some type of move. I'm going to send that to you right now, boy. Man, let me tell you. He left that shorty on the ground. You right, Dion. Like I went to a St. Louis Rams camp in my junior year of high school. I wasn't even playing really football no more. But mm-hmm. I like my mama said earlier, I was really football was my favorite, right? But I got it I access to an invite through like, you know, family friend type of vibe. And I was like, Yeah, I'll go to the camp. Like, you ain't got nothing yeah. to do with nothing, but I'll go to the camp. 
and Isaac Bruce was there and uh, Tory Light and Mike Jones. And that was the year, two years later, is when the Rams won their first Super Bowl, right? Mike Jones yeah. got that tackle at the one-yard line, right? Yep. But anyway, I just remember, I just remember I'm, I'm in the receiver route, and just like you said, everybody talking smack. All of these players that are from St. Louis, I'm from Chicago. Yep. They're from St. Louis. They hate Corey Chicago, everybody bro. Knows they hate, they hate, everybody hate knows. us. They hate, I got on Nike Cortez's, bro. I ain't even have on <laughs> I need to have on cleats, bro. Wow. Chopped this boy up two routes and caught that touchdown. The whole field went quiet. <laughs> and it got all that, all that yimmer yammer went to the side. And it was like, man, who's sticking dude though, bro? Who gonna get <laughs> That's what I love to hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hit, the, hit the field, hit the court quiet, show and prove, and then watch them adjust to you. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. What's up to y'all, man? What Deion and Kurt just did uh, this past Sunday is something that all our moms said they were proud of for doing. Uh, yeah. Apple and leave and then they're not ending up here back to this younger generation. So, man, kudos. Good, good business. Good tip. I appreciate that. Microphone. You know, I, felt, I, felt, I felt really, really <laughs> good about that, man. It, it just wasn't uh, people adding each other in the page. It was like, let's connect. I mean, and y'all did that. Yeah. Um, Y'all, y'all low-key changed them boys' lives, man. Yeah. For real. And uh, they changed them boys' lives. The Clippers front office changed Doc Rivers' lives. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to it. Now, look. Hey. I guess, I All guess, right, Kendi. Y'all, y'all, y'all may not be aware of. Doc Rivers gets all this credit for being a great coach, right? He's from Maywood. He's from Proviso East. You know what I mean? He got drafted. Played for the Hawks. Bounced around the league. Right. Did this at a third, right? Let me let me <clears throat> let me start. Don't do here. it. Let me start here. I'm not basing my opinion off of what one player says. It's off stats. And sometimes one player knows that coach. And it's not whether he hates him or loves him. He just knows his coach ain't shit. Big baby went on record. Fuck him, bro. Oh, okay. Such a, I'm not done. I'm not done. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Be in the league ever if it wasn't for Doc. Hold on. Now, I'm just telling you one clip. One, one, one man. I was. He been doing that for five years, though, bro. And say something, right? Beyond, beyond, big baby, right? Did you guys know that Doc is the only coach to lose eight? Game sevens? Number one, number one, how many coaches never saw a game seven? Let's start there. How many coaches, how many, you know what his phone book, you know what his phone log looks like every time he loses a job? Or they move, you know what it looks like? I don't honestly wish this happened last week. It looks like 20 NBA teams calling him to see if he's ready to come there. That's why I wish it happened last week. Is the is the worst possible reference you could have possibly used? Who gives a fuck? I'm okay, Mama. I'm sorry. I'm gonna work on my profanity. Who cares? I'm not done. What Big Baby Davis says about anything, bro. I'm setting it no. up. Bro. I'm setting it up. I, and I'm just giving you the the stats. These are facts. These are facts. You said game seven. You know what it takes to get to a game seven? Like you don't get swept. You was down three one and you still got to game seven. Game Man. seven is the epitome of the of the of the ability to get epitome. to the end of the I got, ship. I got you, Amon. Amon, I got you. I think you got, okay. You looking at it 
can reverse McKinde. I think one of, one of Amon's next steps is this. He's been in so many games because he's had 3-1 lead and blown them. He's the only, the only coach. He's the only coach that has blown 3-1 leads three times. And it's his fault. Completely. 2003, 2003, 2003 with Orlando. How many, how many games have he been to? Hold on, hold on. Bro, you're giving LeBron James stuff. The Clippers, and now 2020. You're giving LeBron James stats. LeBron been to the finals 10 he times. Won one championship. LeBron only won three. How many coaches never won one? Lots. Ask Jerry uh, Sloan. Well, you can't ask Jerry Sloan, but still. I'm going to for this, bro. Ah! Let's let's do let's do let's do his postseason winning. That's Pat Riley. Ninety-one wins, 80, 89 losses. Nigga, you're trash. How many? How many games are those? How many of those are playoff games? Po- that's postseason. That's postseason. That's postseason, bro. Oh, which means he's in the postseason. One hundred and seventy something games. Cool. All right. So basically, you're talking about the Boston team that oh. lost to Kobe and Shaq. Bro, I'm, Kobe I'm just giving you the stats that no one wants to talk about. He lost in Orlando to Kobe. You're a hater. Oh, these are real shit. These are real stats that no You're one wants to How in the fuck do you have the best team statistically on paper and you lose? not the best team. I'm just on, on paper. Not. On paper. They're not on paper. Three times. I got the answer. AD and LeBron are the best team. I got the answer. I got the answer, bro. I'm gonna shoot Doc. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give Doc a little leeway here. I'm not taking up for him. I'm giving him a little leeway. I wish. Doc, Doc has been cursed, blessed with talent on his team. Yeah. But cursed with inept superstars. The only legit player he had, legit for a long time, was CP3. Okay. Blake Griffin on the Clippers team. He had a great year. Kevin Garnett in his prime. I'm not talking about that. He Brady won the end of Brady played 20 games. I, I swear to God, I asked for 30 seconds, bro. 30 seconds. I'm not counting and Boston. Go. I'm not counting Boston because he actually won them. Okay. I'm counting uh, the Clippers. Don't forget Orlando. In Orlando, okay. Doc had Blake Griffin, who stayed hurt. Stayed hurt. He's in Detroit now. They put a ragtag group of players together. All good names that can play ball, but won't put together as a team. So, and the Clippers right now, Kawhi's not a leader. He's your best player. Playoff P, don't show up in playoffs. Uh, Pat oh. Bev, Pat Bev, that he's just a name now. He got cooked by everybody he guarded this entire playoff, bro. Lou Williams left the bubble, came back without his fucking game. Montrez averaged a single scene after winning game. this year, bro. That, his team choked this year. Game back some chicken. His record preceded him. How about this, though? Paul George, how does it feel to coach a player that fucked your daughter, cheated on her with a stripper, got the stripper pregnant, and married the stripper? Wait, he was with, he was with Doc's daughter? With his daughter. You got to look at the face too. Him, you gotta look this player in the face and say, "Hey, go out there and win a game for me." Doc, that's, that tells you a lot right there. That that wasn't yeah, gonna last. That wasn't gonna last. his daughter, bro. Yeah, that wasn't gonna last. You, you could have started the sentence with that, and I could have told you why he gone. All I'm saying is this, man. All I'm saying is that it's so easy to be on the couch like, "Man, y'all lost, almost going like, to the uh, championship." It's, it's, it's so easy to do that, but do you know how many – I mean, only so many teams go. Bro. And in his coaching career, he always there. And I agree with Abbasi. You can only coach your team to a point. 
they have to perform on the yeah. joint. He got, a, he got a new Netflix documentary. I don't know if y'all seen it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. They, oh no, it's maybe it's on Hulu. It's either on Netflix or Hulu. Oh, it's, on, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called the Coach's Corner. Yeah. And he does his little one hour special and he that, talks about what yeah. it is. Yeah. He talks about what it is, what your message is as a coach. All of us played sports at some point. All of us have played either coach, father of an athlete at some point. You know that at the end of the day, the most you can do is give them the best opportunity for winning give them the best opportunity for how to play the game and they got to go out there and do the shit. And so all I'm saying is if that's your, if that's the extent of what you can do and somehow your team is always in the opportunity to win the shit, that's a good fucking coach, man. It ain't even about the proviso shit. It ain't about none of that. That's a good coach. If no matter where you go, you can bring people to an opportunity to win. At some point, you got to give that man credit. And I promise you, it. I promise you the Bulls is pissed off right That's now. That's what I'm saying. I wish if it happened last week. Five days. <laughs> if they could have waited five days. Doc coming home Bro, they to mentor crazy. this young team. And I'll give you one more last point. You have to rate a coach by how players rate him. If Big Baby Davis is the only player who's not a Hall of Famer, never been an all-star player, has zero effect. Would be nowhere if it wasn't for Doc. Nobody even really knows who he is. They had to change his name for people to recognize him. What two teams, McKenday, what two teams did he play for? Yeah, when he played, when he was with the Clippers, he I know, but he took care of them and he disrespecting them. That's what I'm saying. That's that's fucked up. You got to go to the Hall of Famers. You got to go to the Ray Allens. You got to go to the Paul Pierces. Kevin Garnett. You got to go to the the Hall of Famers that are going to speak his name as to who he is as a coach. Period. Point blank, man. Next time. He'll he'll get a job next. Lakers, right? Lakers, five games. Are they going to win? Yeah, I'll be. Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this. I'm wearing – I got the Lakers. I'm saying 4-2. Not – I'm saying for not disregard Jimmy Butler and the Heat. They is not no. They gonna be my, they gonna be the Lakers' hardest test. That's all I'm I saying. Bio is not a game, bro. And he gonna make Anthony Davis work like nobody else. Are you crazy as fuck if you think Jimmy buckets ain't gonna guard. That's yeah. a watch. Yeah, we, we, I'm not we, saying they gonna we, win, but you think they gonna just walk over Miami? No. Okay. No, no, no. I got Those two players. shooters they got. We got we got four Kentucky players. We got five Illinois players. Um, Keep sleeping on Miami, man. About Miami. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 the whole the whole finals. The whole, the whole finals. Four, four Kentucky players uh, and and five five uh, Illinois players, and and I'm claiming them as Chicago because they're close enough. You know what I mean? Shit, I claim Jimmy as Chicago. I covered him since rookie year. That's why I'm really interested to see because he been waiting he been talking about this since he was a rookie bro you know where he went he went to marquette university marquette. In yep. you know who also went there doc rivers yep. you know who his mentor was when he was going there doc rivers like don't get me started bro. <laughs> hey, man. hey hold on petty face abasi what so you're saying lakers in five uh yes you All right, let's bet. Uh, I got because the Lakers have the number one or two defense when it comes to three-point line, and such a, such a key point of Miami's offense is the three. 
Yeah, that young, that young kid. I understand that. However, the Miami Heat have two players that aren't going to stop, but they are definitely going to defend LeBron and AD. And yeah. Jimmy Butler and Bam out of Badaijo. Yeah, bro. I'm just saying that. It's not gonna be a cakewalk, bro. That's when, you, when you're done, when you're done talking that shit, I'm done. Teams' identity are who they are, and coaching right, man. at this point, we'll see. Coaching changes at this point are very subtle, so these teams are who they are to this round. The Lakers have been consistent: five, four, one, four, one, four, one. They've been able to adjust, use their bigs, go small, go big. I like Adebayo. Take in the D. No, no. Why did you make a good point there, though? What did he say? I cut motherfuckers off, man. Yeah. No, no, Abashi made Fuck a very you. good point. He said at this stage in the playoffs, coaches are only making minor adjustments, which also means that if the Lakers lose, you ain't going to blame that shit on the coach because it's now time for the players to <laughs> Came play. back with the doc. <laughs> <laughs> on your point. What you, what you got? Uh, Who you got, Dion? I got the Lakers, but they're not going to just walk all over Miami, bro. Who you got, Kim? I got six. I got, I, got, I got Lakers in six. I got Miami winning the second game. And it's maybe not the first. Like the fifth game. No, they're not gonna win the first. I got Miami winning the second game and maybe the fifth game. Five. Lakers five. Okay, we'll see. So you guys got Lakers five. Are you willing to put money up that they will lose more than one game? Yeah. Um, no, I still owe a five. No, I'm talking about Bossy and mine. I will. All right, we'll we'll talk after the show. <laughs> I gotta make. I gotta have a reason to watch even more. Mine. Uh, yeah. Again, you know my number. No, no, no need to talk in public about what we're betting. Yeah. We're up. I mean, yeah, I mean, you might catch me slipping and come up. Anymore, anyway. You with sports right now? No, yeah, I'm done with this shit. It, but okay, so keep your eyes open for this, the latest on this Brianna Taylor case, man, because Daniel Cameron, he's a fuckboy. Fucking fuck clown, coon, uh, a Trump supporter. Uh, I, oh, no, I, I don't no. like anything that I've seen about him, that I've read about him. I don't like he, how he even addressed the public. Fuck him. Who the fuck is he? He's the attorney general of, um, of Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky. Kentucky. Which is a known racist fucking state. It's not, it's not just that, man. To be very honest, man, what I, what I, what I really find hard, when I, and I'm teaching this class next week, actually. So I printed out his actual statement. And the students are going to kind of read through what he says and how he oh, disqualifies, wow. how he disqualifies, like, you know, this, that, and the other. And we're going to talk about, like, well, why is he saying this and why is he saying that if we know these are the facts, right? I think the issue I really have with him at the end of the day is that it seems clear that he's chosen to be a career politician, which is it's just a thing, bro. Like, you, you know, a good 70% of the people that get elected, they're not getting elected because they have any real affiliation or care or desire to help people man it's a career and he just seems to be recognizing that the, the wave on the republican side he's in a very conservative state as it is um he's a young black man who looks clean and crisp and has the experience and in five years from now if he wants to be the first black republican president he might be you dig what i'm saying and like i think that's really the issue I have with him is that it's just too obvious to me that he's playing the political game. This ain't about, he don't care about this case. He don't care about none of these people. This ain't, this ain't got nothing to do with that. He's trying to put himself in a situation to get Republican backing 
so that if Trump loses four years from now, he's going to be possibly the, the black the Republican candidate. That's crazy. That will make the vote look really weird and strange. So even if Trump wins, they're going to need another Republican candidate. So it just seems too obvious to me that he's trying to be. Yeah, that psychopath is trying to change everything so he could continue to be president after eight years. So, yeah. But if he can't, then having a young black dude. How that, yeah, I know. But how is that even possible? I mean. Dude in Russia did it. So that's scary as fuck. What did my mama say? Go get your flash water, man. You got to be out here smacking them down, man. Ain't no, ain't no telling what's going on right now. I, I'm last, last but not least, man. Um, let's let's uh let's remix the recap. No, you forgot something. What I forget, bro? The podcast. I mean, we were just recognized. You know what, bro? Yeah, I was so happy about that. You weren't that happy, motherfucker. You forgot. Instead of baby tears. Um, no, no, no. Like, so. Don't cry. We, we, yeah, yeah. You know, our mother's almost brought me to a tear. Man, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Your mom did. I like. Ah. <laughs> I love. I love. I love hearing exactly what they all had to say, and it was dope, and it all hit me. It all. It all made sense. It did. What we went through this week, right? Um, but it's crazy though. When you sent that, I thought it was some. Nah, no bullshit. Um. Gazy. It took a second to marinate for me too. Yeah. So we got recognized as one of the top black podcasts. Um, I didn't see it coming. Man, I went on that Instagram Instagram page and I saw our logo. I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I got I got the email, I got the inbox. Oh, I'm like, great. okay. That's dope. And by the way, shout if I never said this, man. I don't know what you and Amon did, McKinday, that day, but y'all did something, and that logo is fierce. Oh, I took all it's, those. Things. I know, but he didn't. He didn't acknowledge you when you did. But I'm doing that. Because thank you, thank you. That logo, it just stands out, man. Every time I post the, every time he posts the photo, I got to text him to give me photo credit. You know how he does it? Instead of editing the comment and putting the little camera emoji. And yeah. my at in it, which is how you give a person photo credit. You know what he does? He just comments photo credit. Oh <laughs> you know what? You know what? Part of it. It's a 1998. Yeah, man. I don't fuck with this internet shit, man. It's all good. It's all good. I will say, I'm just like all of y'all, bro. When I when that shit popped up, when you sent that to us, I was like, what did Amon create? I know. Exactly. And it's fucked <laughs> up. That's fucked up, That's That's so fucked up that we believe that. What is not done, and it's fucked up because we know this dude. He yeah, doing whatever pop, which is still good work. Yeah. And if you would do that to do it is enough, but so to, to find point, out that it wasn't. So to my point, is that exactly that? Is that I don't know much about the podcast world. Like I really don't. You know yeah, what I mean? You, I understand you're, you're it, talent, man. I, I appreciate you. Right, but a mom really does, and a mom really does put in work every week. To analyze where the audience is, find out, you know what I'm saying, where the wh which shows are up, which shows are down. He's making sure that we're on every platform. You know, he's he's hitting us up like, yo, man, we got for Xfinity. Like he's he's putting us, he's putting us in the spot. So like my initial reaction was more about my ignorance of not knowing about yeah. how podcast culture is. Um, but yeah, to find out that that was a real thing, I was like, oh shit, that's dope. Right, so yeah, yeah I'm gonna give you the credit for that. 
He, we he, also got to give a uh, big little man. We were we were recognized as the number one black podcast. We also have members in our our listeners. Some of our listeners are not black, so we got to give them some love too because they they show us their ears and their eyes. And, we and I think and I think and I've said this yeah. to you guys behind the scenes. I don't I don't think we come off as such. We're just being ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And that's why we have a crossover audience beyond belief because people respect what we're doing and they feel comfortable coming to the corner and not being, you know, alienated or feeling a certain way because that's just how we are. So uh, big, big, uh, I don't want to say big ups. That makes, that sounds so old school. Shout out. Big ups on some Wu-Tang, you know. Shout out to for Wu-Tang. Yeah, look, oh, look, 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 look. Shout out to um, Black Podcast, Top Black Podcast on IG. Um, it was a process. I appreciate it. We're not finished, bro. Stop talking about that. We're not finished, dog. Yeah, what's no, your... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm in, no, I'm in my feelings. You I'm in my do. Feelings. Yeah. I'm in my like, feelings, bro. Let play the music. Me. Turn them off. Let's get cozy. Come on, <laughs> I'm in my feelings. Look, that shit felt so good to even be recognized, bro. And we only on 14. And I, know, and I know the work that we put in, right? So, again, keep rocking with us. You know what I mean, like, this is not by chance. Like, this shit is on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? So, shout out. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out. Shout out still whatever, working. Man. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to have me tear up. Tear up. Tear up. You know they got podcast awards, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need to get get our, our – man, listen, man. When I be talking to y'all about that shit, I really need y'all to understand it's a bunch of bums out here that is getting love and getting accolades and money. Like, no, we are good. We're good. Let's be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just now next next thing is we gotta we gotta show everybody that we're real life because we haven't been together. Man, this sounds yet. like a meeting. <laughs> yeah, low key is like let him in. Right now, let him in. Like a meeting. This is this is why the podcast game is amazing because you can let people in on shit that they would never see or hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And make it content. This is why I'm, I'm just tired of people saying y'all need to get together. Y'all need to get together. Y'all need yeah, to get yeah, together. Yeah. No, we. I'm gonna tell you right now. We get together and go live. Y'all gonna be like, damn. Gonna be you're, gonna be able, you're not gonna be able to keep up with what's going on, if yeah. you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but sorry, go ahead. No, look, look, look. Let's let's do this. Let me ask y'all this. If your significant other, <laughs> uh, man or female that that are listening, if your man, excuse me, you're talking at a corner. Yeah, so the women on the corner, if you're a man, All right. okay, and for uh, my niggas, we're sitting right here. Woman. If you're a woman, of your woman, people in the corner, like one of our biggest contributors, oh, yeah. polyamorous. Like, if true, if you're a man or woman, we about to remix this thing. Decide. Don't say male or female, yeah. <laughs> say significant other. Let's stay with partner. Okay, cool. exactly. Cool. Partner. Partner. If, if they decide that they're going to do an OnlyFans. And there's nothing that you can do to talk them out of it. Are you leaving a relationship? Uh, depends on what the only. Are you just saying only fans, or is 
No, no, we we gonna we gonna start right. OnlyFans. OnlyFans, hell no. Well, you know what? It all depends. If if you could do OnlyFans in Canada, no, no such thing. Excuse me. No such thing. It's worldwide. No, it's I, no one can. No, no. Hey, no face, no case, man. No, no. Would you would you let Monique do it OnlyFans? First of all, don't say her name. First of all. Secondly, she deserves creds. First of all, this is her topic. This is her question. This is her question. This is her topic. She her produced reason. this topic. This so you go, I'm going to say reason. her name. Right. Uh, he, baby, he just said your name. He stood up for you. Ain't that a bitch? He love you. Y'all friends? Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. My girl. They talked last, oh, hey. talk last week, right? That's the yeah, homie. They talked talk talk yesterday, shit. <laughs> you didn't talk to my mama and my wife, right? You know what? I don't trust you. No, no, my wife cannot do an OnlyFans. Next, um, you say bossy, bossy. Yeah, she could, bro. Yeah, and what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna support that. I'm gonna buy the most expensive package to show potential buyers and viewers that this eye candy worth fucking looking at. Come spend your fucking money. Come spend your motherfucking money over here. You gonna pimp your partner? P-Y-P. Technically, technically now, it's not pimping if he's not asking for no money. If all he's doing is helping her make more money and support what she's doing. Are you doing, taking a cut? It's not pimping. Are you taking a cut? I, I might live out I might live out a, a childhood fantasy and ask her to be her manager. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me be your manager. <laughs> That's not taking a cut. No, and I'll be, I'm, I'm serious about this, man, because this actually, I don't, you know, while we all joking about it in real yeah. life. I'm serious, though. So explain that you so you're saying if he managed her sexually explicit OnlyFans and he got a manager like twenty percent. I said OnlyFans and Mon said you know OnlyFans. But OnlyFans is not always explicit material. So you you might be a dirtbag for real, Dion. Mom, what are you? All right. So McKenday, my apologies. Let me let me get him to clarify before I ask you that question. When you say only fans, Amon, are you meaning the sexual version or just, oh, I have an only fans to talk? Uh, no, I don't think bitches. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Thank you. Amon has appeared, everyone. Go back to episode eight when I was like, who are you? Here he is. I don't think women. Get on OnlyFans and not shake some ass, show some. All right, titties that's what I was saying, McKenday. But 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 there are women, per our conversation, that you get on there and show their feet. I, yeah, that's fine. But you just said shake ass, so we're talking about right, shake ass, shake ass. What McKenday said. Right, I'm saying straight up at the bottom line. Okay, whatever the page is used for, if it's whisper sounds or comforting sounds or thumbnail photos, I don't care. You do have to make a choice. If this is something she wants to do, like Abbasi said, he wants to support her. So he's going to help her blow it up. If this is what you want to do, I'm going to make sure that it's the dopest it could possibly be. He doesn't have to get a cut for that because the cut he is getting is the fact that he is supporting her and doing what she wants to do. I mean, she's going to feel that much more encouraged to bring it to him. Now, is there an uncomfortability with knowing that if you see me and my lady outside, you might be one of these OnlyFans cats, and she is throwing a little booty on the table, whatever. Sure, but at the same time, bro, 
niggas is thinking it anyway, bro. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. Exactly. That's so. Her Instagram anyway. They stalking her Facebook anyway. Like, if your chick is bad, your chick is bad. And when you go out in public, people is gonna ignore you and focus on your chick. So if you have an insecurity behind your chick being bad, then stay away from bad chicks. Already, I've always said that. Uh, do you guys, since y'all are on the show and you're my guest right now, do you feel disrespected when, and I'll tell you mine after you guys go, do you feel disrespected when a man uh, gawks at or double takes your woman? It depends. Okay. If it's, if it's just I version, if you just, if we walk in and you just like tapping your homie and you just like zoning in i ain't got no sweat for that but when you so when you so thinking your 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 chest to be like man that dude light skin he only five nine she with that nigga hey shorty man that's 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 you trying to be front with your friends because you got backup that's a bitch dude and that's my point my point is the moment you think it's gonna be smoke because you think you can take me or you think you can pull it with me yeah. That's when it's disrespect, because that's when you're showing right, disrespect with me. Now, if you just observing and you admire it, I can't do nothing about that. I get that that gives me two extra points when I walk into the spot. All right, I how about this? Y'all walking, I'm gonna just say the promontory because it's easy. Y'all walking to the promontory and you walk past so go fast. <laughs> and y'all two walk past, and a dude with two of his guys say, Damn, is that disrespect for you? If they say damn, I'm going to say no. And that's it. If they say damn, I'm going to laugh and I'm going to put that's my it. hand on the damn and I'm going to put the damn clean on in the space right. where I get to manage and control. You dig? If the, the damn is a confirmation that I definitely want, I'm with the damn. Just don't extend some extra version what I have to cut off. If I have to cut off your conversation or your comments, now we in the disrespect zone and now it's going to get different. You know okay. what? You know what? Most of my relationship life, I've been with women that have had fat asses, bro. So I see the motherfucker, I hear the damn all the time. That shit, laugh, utterly. And when she dances on me, flex, I'm gonna make sure I'm flex, cool. I was flexing though. When, flex, so when she get her drink, where we at? Or we in line waiting for a valet or whatever, and I pull her close to me from behind, bam, I'm putting my dick all on the ass. Man, make you fucking jealous. I ain't gonna grab it and put the dick on. Bro, you do realize that an hour ago we we had uh, Mama on the show, but I I respect that. Go, Mama. She knows my heart. Yeah, God, God knows my heart. God knows my heart, man. man. Uh, Listen here, you know when you got a bad one, right? Yeah, it's expected. Oh, I got. I think it's funny. When I look back at the nigga and I catch him looking, I get the nigga to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm that nigga. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I see you. I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? I really want to leave her here and come shake your hand. Like, nigga, I know. I respect dudes that will walk up to you and say, hey, man, you blessed. That's nah, a real nah, man. Oh. No, 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 no. No, no. Know, don't tell me I'm blessed. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I'm oh, saying, what he's talking about, what he's talking about is. Explain him, McKenday, please. I know what he means. He's talking about when they walk in and they didn't see you yet. Because you got you gotta let her walk in first, by the way. If she ain't if she bad, 
She gotta walk in first. Hey, look, and, and we petty as me. You let him finish. I love to see when another. Hold on, hold on. I love to see when another man. I'm working. My woman is is gorgeous. Like I know I'm winning. I already know I'm winning. You know what I'm saying? That means but I know my woman. You can't let nobody change. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not pretend that somehow we have this power, right? The reason you let your woman walk in first is because if your woman is bad and she walk in first, she gonna handle business. And all you gotta do is walk in behind her. She running the game, she running point, she making sure everything, she getting exactly what she want out the deal and you get to accompany her. So that's why you let her go in first, right? It ain't like some power play. But not, you me, not, me, not me, I stay on power. She walk in first and then they see her and then they see you. And yeah. They, so you, that's Shit, I, just, I, just, I just made that you up. Actually, you know, I just made her look good. The fuck you talking about? If it's, it's a, a big crowd, bro, if it's a big crowd, I'm leading the way. So now what comes behind me, you know, is with me. If it's a thing, oh. what like some classic, I'm letting her go first. Oh, yeah, she got my hands. How about this, gentlemen? One more, and we'll go to the next, what mom was saying. So I have an actual true story. So we went to see her sister, my wife, Stephanie. We went to see Crystal. Crystal, damn, this is that's <laughs> wow. Okay, Dion. To be fair, you are known for just leaving the show entirely. But I've never left mid. Yeah, but it's the same. You know thing, what? You're. Though. You know what? I tried to. I, I I'm trying to get better, and I feel like last yeah. week on last, and I thought that was phenomenal. I appreciate you for that. Let's go for Slack, McKinney. Let's go for Slack. McKinney's the only one that gets my trolls. <laughs> McKinney is the only one that gets my trolls. But like I was saying on the story, y'all can answer this, and maybe you can uh, feed uh, B-Fat uh, when he is. So we went to see her sister. Her sister's a bartender. Crystal, love her just like my own, right? We're at the bar, and I think it was three. I got to ask Steph. Three women were disrespectfully stalking me to the point where Steph saw it. How do y'all handle that situation? Because they was like I'm gonna let Bossy stalking, bro. That don't happen to me. I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> First off, I'm going to continue to look good because I can't stop that. Well, I know I can't stop that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure when the food comes, like, you, know, you know how you get bread before the meal comes at a restaurant? I'm going to cut that bread for her. Put it on, put the butter on it for her, feed it to her. You know, yeah. put the, the handkerchief on her lap or on her her bosom. I I, I want to say that word. Uh, on her bosom, bro. Right up here. On her bust. And put it right there, dog. I'm gonna start treating her like the queen she is. To show these hoes they ain't got no, they don't have a chance. But the flip part of that is though, when you exhibit this kind of behavior, sometimes that turns these chicks on more. It makes them shoot harder. It's fucked up. He's I was drunk. gonna say the same thing, Abasi. A one hundred. I was gonna say the same thing is that. The woman doesn't have any any of these extra women. Number one, your woman is most likely gonna see it first, and she most likely that was the case. And she most likely the first time she see it, she watching you to see how yep. you. Right? Yep. Now, it, what I've known is just be a hundred. I will literally get caught in that moment, and I know you looking, and I'm coming right back to you with it, like. Man, did you see Shorty just give you the uh, you're, you're literally a camera yeah. at the night that it happened. <laughs> because <laughs> I was, you, you, it knocks you off like, 
damn, Bro, is it happening right now? Do I look this good tonight? Because I knew I, it was at it was at a bar up the street from my crib. I was literally about to call mom, be like, "Bro, these girls up here stalking me, stuff right here, seeing it." It was weird. It was just. But to Abati's point, your response is to do exactly that. Your response is that you know what? You gonna stalk me anyway? I can't do nothing about it. What I'm gonna show you is how a man treats the woman he came out with. At the end of the day. She's gonna get all my attention. You ain't gonna get another glance because now I know that's what you want. She's gonna get it all. I'm gonna make yeah. sure that she feels that. Uh, and just on on that point of getting it all, that was one of the most memorable nights. Uh, yeah, High Street. Yeah, three in the morning. She knows up. Hey, baby. Side Street, three in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. One more thing. Tell me how y'all will react. Abasi or McKinney, if you had a child, right, and you're at a club or a bar with your new significant, <laughs> with your new, looking <laughs> <laughs> like that, bro, with your new significant other, and her old significant other walks up to the table. Wait, how do y'all react? Wait, you're somewhere with your child, and and this your man's. <laughs> and this your man's. Wait, 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 wait. I, I'm confused. What are you talking about, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm asking. Bar. I'm giving a scenario, fam. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No Go scenario. Ahead. I'm at a bar. Yes. With my yeah. child. No, your 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 new boo. Okay, I'm at a bar with my new boo. And, and my her, her, no, her, her old. You you. Talking about my whole life, bro. I've been running a for six years. How does that happen? What do you? How do you handle that, bro? What you mean? How I handle it? I don't like. <laughs> let me tell you something. In that know. situation, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll be very honest, right? It definitely depends on whether whether I know of this person or whether I know who that person is or not, right? And the reason why I say that, my my approach to that game is this. If my new boo, which is now, oh, I'm sorry, if my old boo, which is now your new boo, if that developed while that was no longer my boo, I got no smoke for you. I don't have no reason to really be at you. Even if I feel like there might have still been some underlying, like, potential snake game going on beforehand, I really don't have no case against you. I'm not going to establish more time to establish more beef for something I don't like you Perfect. my old boo for a reason, right? So that's yeah. one. Now, two, the second piece is for me personally, and it, this might be different for different people. That tends to only happen to me in situations where I am like the person in control of the situation. Like I'm the manager of the spot. I'm the person running the event. So like, you really not flexing on me bringing your new guy to my joint. You did. First of all, all you disrespectful. Don't bring no new nigga to my spot. You know what I mean? Black people like, all hang out at the same spot. How did they do that? Mine. They just said it. If you're. And guess what? Ain't a nigga, ain't a nigga, that nigga paying for every drink. Right. Which means he want to go where he want to go. And if he want to. You're a promoter, right? You're a promoter. Come on, man. The nigga's paying for every drink. She only brought him there. Why do you only, care? Only, only, only to stunt on you, right? But how can you stunt on me? 
I'm just trying Can to you say, look, you at my shit. Not only that, not only that. Let me tell you something real, real talk. And this is real life. This happened to me at least three times in the last three to five years, bro. The the dude you brought to stun on me when he saw me, you know what he did? Shook up. Left you behind and rolled up on me to give me death. What up, Kim Day? Good to see you, my G. Man, this is me. <laughs> Let me introduce you to this chick I brought. Yeah, I know her. Y'all pass, y'all pass the pussy around, huh? That's that's kind of fucked up. Clearly, clearly. Wow. Bossy like jumps in clearly. with the pass the pussy, pass the pussy. Yeah, bro. What are y'all, man? Y'all some wild boys, man. All you gotta do is just. My my, what was that other? What were those other two? Because if you somewhere in your old, your old. You somewhere in your old chick show up with some with her new piece, bro. Why you pay attention to it? Right. I'm a boss, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a boss. Right. I'm a boss. Like, look here. I'm, a I'm, look, her. still looking good. I'm a looking dude. I'm a recognized dude. Right. Never beat me. Could never think about being me. I'm keep. I'm keep it moving, dog. I'm gonna enjoy my fucking night. I tell my nephews and my younger brothers when they, just, when they started dating. I was like, dog. Whenever you go out, make it a point to enjoy yourself, regardless of whatever scenario, whatever bullshit occur. Unless it's life or death, you get fucked out of there. Enjoy your night that way. It's guaranteed your life did not go to waste, bro. If it's completely coincidental, right. then you just own up to that. You do a slight acknowledgement, and like Abbasi said, you go about your life. Now, if you think they did it on purpose, still, like Abbasi said, mm-hmm. you peep game, you recognize the level of petty that they live on, and you rise above that garbage, and you move on, and like he said, enjoy your life, man. Like, you're never going to phase my life bringing a note. I knew it was going to be another one. I knew I wasn't going to be the last yeah. one. You're gonna stop getting you're gonna stop getting big because you don't want to you definitely ain't the last one. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. <laughs> what the fuck kind of laugh is that, dog? I know. <laughs> what is that Rick Ross on uh Breakfast Club laugh? Hey uh Bossy, I can ask you this. Since mine ain't finished and what we had. Right. Would you be cool with your significant other? Working in the porn industry and coming home to you every night like it was a nine to five. <laughs> I, I, I'm really leaning, leaning on a lot of shit, man. That's, that's kind of rough right there. But I mean, yeah, she probably did got it rough and coming home to you. I mean, I would really be mad if she came home and said, Hey, hey, baby, I had a great day at work. <laughs> the fuck you mean? But they do. That's what porn stars do. Oh, look, look, it takes you know it what? takes it, a it certain takes, kind of mindset. To make Let them finish. Work. It would take. I couldn't, but I know people that have spoken on it and have done that, bro. Like small time porn stars. So your your girl getting rotted out by the alley cat. So I give these guys credit because you must be a and compartmentalize shit so it don't fuck with you. You know, stay with her, bro, because people are insecure as fuck. Insecure. When you think porn star, you think the dude she's fucking with, dick as long as your car. That's what you think automatically. You don't even know. It, it could be a, a girl on girl scene, but you think it's automatically a guy, and you gonna fall in the pussy next time y'all have sex. Yeah. Uh, are you are you thinking that, or I mean, y'all together, you should know what she's doing. You know, why do you always ask her, hey, at work, what do you do today? I got game made by four people. <laughs> I had the BBC, had the BBC <laughs> scene today. Yesterday was the. Here was the real shit, right? Here's the real shit. Whether she's knowingly telling you that she's busting down on camera for money, or she's fucking getting ran by your man's and them, you know what I mean, on the other side of town. 
for the free throw. You know what I'm saying? Like That's first of all, you, you, you have you have to know your chick. That's right? different. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna just point out. Yeah, McKinney, could you answer it before you two get things. into that point? Two things. One, I can't believe y'all decided to use this topic on the Mama's Day issue. I, just, I, I told him that. But go That's ahead. Lying that. ass out of here. You know what? I didn't. I have the text. You know it's what? Okay. It's okay. I have the text. Man, get your goof ass. I have the text. It is funny how you have your own. But not yeah, it is funny. But number two, here's the thing, right? What you have to know about the porn industry is that they actually, particularly the black porn industry, they actually treat each other like family. Like they go, they they go to Christmas together, go to Thanksgiving together. Like they are, they are a tight knit group. Misty Stone, all of them. Like they are very tight. Yeah, he, uh, he dropping names. <laughs> yeah, Misty Stone, uh, the guy with the baseball cap. <laughs> I'm saying that I heard this from Misty Stone. Like not okay. personally, but me and her talking. But she was doing a documentary, okay. and. She was talking that, that that was one of the questions. Like, so how tight is like the black porn industry? And she was very clear. A lot of them have been disowned by their families for doing this. A lot of them have lost relationships. So <laughs> the thing is, it's actually less likely that you wouldn't know if you were a part of that. It's what do you mean you, you wouldn't know? You like you would have to be a part of the family. Oh, so you gotta be in a circle. You would if, if you're not a porn star, but you're dating a Misty Stone yeah, or whoever, yeah. right, then they would invite you to the family dinners that they have with the porn star. So, like, I think we got to be careful about thinking of this community as if it's some secret community. It's not. They know each other. We all see them. We know who they are. They Did he treat it like it's a job? Absolutely. They super see? professional, at least from what I heard. I mean, I don't spend time with them, but and I mean, no, and that's why that's why I asked the question because if you're at home, McKinday, and you got with someone and you know most of the time in a date they're uh you know giving you what they do for a living. Right. And she comes home and says, you know, with her nice duffel bag, you know, she left, she left to she left to get uh at seven o'clock for a shoot. At a hotel, and yeah, you know, comes home. <laughs> comes home. Like I asked my wife how work was, and you asked how. <laughs> you asked how how work was today. Can you do that? Can you be in that relationship? I, I'm gonna be a hundred. I'm gonna be a hundred. If if I knew that's what you did up front, and I continue, then then any judgment after that is on me. And I would just never ask that question. I would just never ask how it was work, right? So yeah. you want three um, cups you. before she comes home, I'm just on her ass rotted, and then you want her to spread her legs for the gangbang. I feel yeah. you. And then come home. But no, I think, I think, I mean, honestly, I think hard day's work. Decision, a personal conversation you got to have up front, you got to be a hundred. You know what I mean? I think, like, again, to the, in the, when we talk about polyamory and shit like that, that's similar. It's this idea that, like, if I'm okay with you going on another date with another man and y'all doing whatever y'all do, then I have to do that because I actually want you to be happy and that makes you happy. So if you're a porn star and you feel comfortable with yourself doing that and that makes you happy and I can't be happy for you, then I shouldn't be with you. If All right, so y'all meet. Y'all meet, y'all vibe, y'all no, I'm not trying. I'm serious. Y'all meet, y'all vibe, y'all go out once first. And then, I find out. and then you find out after liking her. We like, don't, damn, I'm feeling her. You know what I'm saying? Hey, most women, 
Go ahead. We, we gonna have a conversation about all of the things. I'm gonna get the full picture before I make a decision. But yeah, in general, you really want that full picture though? No. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like I need it though. I need to know how many times you shoot. I need to know this before I make a call. And I think that's gonna depend on where I'm at. Like right now in my life, is that something I would really be down on? No. If I was 28, 27. You know, in a different kind of end, like if I was still in the end of the in the way that I was before. So like, right now, right you now, telling her, even if you like her and y'all was vibing, you know what? Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, I'll fall back. Yeah, that's my birthday. But I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm Gucci. I don't need. Mom, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna ask. Let's flip it, man. Let, let's let's flip it. The conversation. Well, fuck it. If 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 I'm in the porn industry. Right, and and my girl's a fucking lawyer, right? How does she feel about it? I'm not stopping. My paper good. My paper good. Because most of the dudes really, really, really seem to see that as a straight up job. Like, like if you, it's a full movie career, bro. Like they, yeah, it's like they're actors. There's an award ceremony. Yes, AVMs. it's a real industry, man. Like, look, look, look. He, he know about the AVMs, but he he don't watch porn up. Fuck out of here, Dion. I'm going to um, very good friends with Mister. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, uh, Bossy said that in episode two. Yeah. Um, I remember the episodes, but I've known Mister. To, to, to catch a criminal. Really good friends with Mister. Skin, so I'm familiar with the porn. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I just feel like a lot of people forget that it is a career, just like a mechanic. He just happens to be working on her vagina, mouth, ass, and wherever you else. All that shit sounds good until you realize that you love your mother. And then if you, if, if you really want to, want to look at it, it gets even more fucked up when you, when you have a daughter. Don't why you got yeah. Hmm. Vibe no, y'all was fine to doing this with your mama's on there. Why you gonna yeah. that's a different stage? My mom's not on right now. Hmm. No, no, no. No, 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 we're we're having a we're adults. No, we're adults having conversations. All I'm saying is e- either way, bro, not just y'all, just a woman. I've yet to see a woman deal. I don't even know a porn star that let me ask y'all this. Would you even take a woman seriously if she was in the porn industry? Sure, yeah. If you want, if you want that's her job. Her, if you're attracted to her, yeah, dog. But it, that, that's, that's always situation so specific, bro. Say, it's always situation specific, bro. Some people can handle it. Some it is. That's what I'm saying. It's so easy to say now until it happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's a stripper, I think stripper is a lot easier than knowing she getting ransacked on Pornhub. Let me tell you something. Women, women in the back room, but it's cool. Women really, really do um, get a certain boost when they see themselves naked, or when they see themselves being celebrated for their femininity in their body, right? And 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 it's important that that's not always presented to you, right? When they present it to you there's a different dynamic to that. When they're just presenting it, and if somebody wanted to do a new painting of your girl or whatever the case may be, right, um, you know other people are gonna see that, right? But that's something that gives her a certain self-esteem boost. It's something that she personally feels um, um, 
is beneficial to her her personality and what but she Ken Day, let me counter you and I'm not cutting you off. I just don't want to forget the thought. But but he's cutting you off. Shut the fuck up. Are you drunk, bro? Tell Monique stop pouring you up. Don't talk to him like that. Wow. All right, McKinday, like I was saying, Shoshana, she was a former guest on, uh, and she had mentioned that, you know, it's not her fault that she has a fat ass. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to deal with that. And you had mentioned that women like embrace their looks and this and that. And sometimes they just want to be able to go to the store in some leggings and not have no dude being like, hey, shorty, hey, sweetheart, hey. they should expect to see or hear those types of things? I mean, number one, I do think they should expect it. But I also think that the, the conversation behind not wanting it is less about the day that they wore the leggings or the bra top and more about the fact that they do want to identify as not just that, right? So in, in, in one case, if you, if you, you should definitely expect it. If you have those assets, like I'm not gonna ever go outside and expect a motherfucker to call me dark skin. It's just not gonna happen, right? Unless I put on some blackface, which ain't gonna happen, right? Like I'm not gonna ever go out and the person call me six seven unless I'm out here walking on stilts. So you know what happen. you know what what it is, right? Um, I understand not wanting to always be qualified by the one thing. I understand that. But no, I think if they, you could easily just put on a bigger, pe- a baggier set of pants. I want you, Bossy. Go ahead. What was you gonna say? I, I hear you. I hear I you. On you the, off. Go ahead. On the fact that you may not be able to hide certain assets, but I'm still saying that that is separate of the fact that you have it. Like, hey, you know what's funny? How McKende has the champ is here, and he remind me of Muhammad Ali, bro. I was in the movie with Jada. Put some clothes on. If your ass put on a coat, you good. Shit. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bossy. That's him, bro. I'm going to reword what he said a little bit in the the beginning of his statement. Uh, They shouldn't expect it, but don't be surprised if it happens. Yeah. Because we know what kind of society we live in, bro. Saying they should expect it uh, when they leave with the nice leggings on and the supple breath showing in the bra top. You know, it's supple. How old are you? Know House party, bro. Supple breasts. You know what I'm saying? Hey, baby. Yes, you have got some nice ones. Uh, but that's like them. That's like them seeing us in great sweatpants and not looking above our fucking waistline, just looking at our dick, bro. I mean, we shouldn't expect it, but don't be surprised when that shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Everything else you said after that, that's all you, brother. I mean, I just I feel like a woman should be able to put on that outfit and you know hop out just like we can throw on some running shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm just saying like higher no, shorts. No, no, check it out, right? What it comes down to is niggas being thirsty, right? I could give a fuck Man. less if she has on booty shorts, jeans, joggers, or whatever. I'm gonna take a glance and I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm not gonna thirst. I'm not gonna stalk. I'm not gonna try to make you feel uncomfortable. Period. That's just not yeah. me. That's true. Can you ask Dion what, what to describe running shorts? I, I want to hear something. Excuse me. Can you describe what running shorts are? Yeah, man, like uh, Usain Bolt shorts. 
Hey, you better not look like a man. Yeah, I have beautiful legs. Beautiful. Hey, my wife, my wife loves my quads. My wife loves my quad work. With some two seventies on, fuck you, me. Well, you better look me up. I'm like, there's no end on on toot that thing. Yeah, man, I have Fam, we just we came off. I have no legs, and that I have long strides. Show your legs, man, when you work out. This man said my appendages are desirable. That's what you got them for, man. It ain't just women. All right. All right, you know what? We're done. We're done. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank you, Dion, uh, for hitting that kind of down button. Uh, we didn't even get a group text on this. He just went off the cuff and said, hey, nice legs, long strides. We'll <laughs> 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 just go, go get the title of the show at the end of it. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, 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 is weird, which is weird. Um, I don't know, man, because the mom is on this motherfucker, dog. The mom might yeah. have that shit, bro. Sorry. Well, you gotta go with Mama Made Me. Shout out to Miss Thompson. Yeah, not Love long. You Love you, Queen. Shout out to Miss Adidapo. <laughs> Love you, Queen. Shout out to Miss Williams. Love you, Queen. Love you, Queen. Shout out to Miss Matthews. Love you, Queen. Love you, Queen. Moms, we love you. It's four all the moms, moms in the corner. Four mics, four perspectives. And we out. Long strides. Y'all love, brother. I'll y'all tomorrow. Hey, man, look up them running shorts, bro. They work. No. Strides. Hey, He take forever with the length, though. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I guess we get out of here, then fuck it. He drizzy, bro. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, YouTube. channel. We're building. We're growing. It's free. For the free throw. Yeah, it was free right now because y'all gonna have to pay soon. And we, you know, profits are up already. Subscriptions. <laughs> Subscriptions. Um, People gonna be yeah, calling yeah. y'all. Y'all gonna be like, all right, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. Um, don't. Thank you for always listening. Um, at, at some point, we will have a function where your subscription is gonna be required. To be part of the motherfucking menu, bro. I'm, I'm serious, bro. and I'm serious about sponsors. I know a lot of motherfuckers. At the end of the day, if we're being real, like this will get back to live, and to be at the live situation, you're gonna have to pay for the ticket. So yeah, <laughs> and if you support us, you support us, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's all love, though. Like if yeah. we don't give you everything you want back, trust guys. Me. Parties live are phenomenal. If you're gonna have a party. You have to support your friends. Yeah. Am I right, guys? Absolutely. Phenomenal. All right, I I'm not gonna hold no more y'all time, man. The corner, the corner never closes. You can check in on Facebook. You can check in on IG. <laughs> hey, me McKinney be on it, man. Y'all do slow, bro. It's hey, all good. Though. It's all good, man. Let's let's hey. close our mamas out like this.
Hey. It's crazy. We actually look like boys to men right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mon one. <laughs> I'm out, man. I gotta go. I'll holler at y'all, bro. No, 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 no. We're not done. Yes, we are. We done. <laughs> no, we ain't leaving now. Exactly. Well, appreciate. Hey, we gotta. I just thought of something. I ain't gonna. I'm gonna hold it to next week. Cause Bossy gonna be pissed. Take time, you hey, his dance was out of control in this video, bro. Last one, Kanye. Of course. What's up, Patty? Hi, man. Hello, act the poop. My bad. Yep. I'm going back to school. Uh, I ain't going back to school. Wrote this song just so I'm you know. I'm going back to get my master's. There you go, fam. Hey, man, that dude's still a genius to me. Fuck everything. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it. All right, man. All right, man. All right, man. All right, next we, week. We're going to figure this thing out. Love. Shout out. Okay.